to use those skills to help the homeless in my community. For people facing hard times, computer skills and a basic resume are so important. It may seem like a small thing, but it makes a huge difference in people's lives. So with United Way, I created a program where I work with the homeless. Together, we go through their whole job history, write a resume, and then save it on their very own USB drive. We provide workbooks and training certificates. I even budgeted for cupcakes so we can celebrate as a class when one of our people gets a job. That's huge. When somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. That's what Living United feels like to me. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. It's Chris Ventura show here on a uh, Sunday, uh, what, a Friday night. Jeez, I'm used to doing Sunday night shows, but um, yeah, we got their mics on. Don't worry about it. Okay, so we're here doing a relationship show tonight, and this is kind of like the uh, half-assed uh, <laughs> first hour of the show before we really get uh, you know revved up. And of course, I have somebody calling me right at the same moment. Now I'm here with yes. Omar, who's uh, was here on Tuesday, yes, and sir. we did a relationship test show, which actually came out pretty good. Fantastic. Yes, yes. Good to be here, Chris. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And you also brought some uh, friends of yours here. Yes, I brought the lovely Murray Dowley. And hello, hello, Murray. And my boy Samal here. Dish chat. There you go. There you go, folks. Are we all from Cal Poly? Can we just say that at least? Yes. Yeah, we all are. are all Cal Poly. And I'm wearing a Cal Poly shirt. See, even though they can't see me today, (laughs) I decided to wear a Cal Poly shirt. Represent. Yeah. So, how's everybody doing tonight? I know it's Friday night and you're here doing a radio show which is kind of odd i mean you should be out having a good time but this is going to be a good time i think oh we're, we're gonna just have a blast yeah. and for anybody listening at home sit back relax smirk to yourself you know whatever it is you do if you light one up if you drink one up or if you're sober like miss catone over there um <laughs> you can also enjoy yourself so hope you guys nothing wrong back. with being sober nothing wrong with that as he sips a beer folks i know oh i'm sorry <laughs> oh that's beer i didn't mean uh, to drink uh, that's that. apple juice i sort of got it yeah there. okay I think I know why my friend was calling, by the way, because I'm supposed to go to that Monsanto protest tomorrow. He's asking if I'm going to go to that, but we'll see. I have to call him back on that one. Yeah, um, I like how she's direct. he's directed me on how to do things. I'm going to have to give her headphones after the break. After the break. Okay. Yeah, because I have to set up a cable. Okay, okay. All cool. right, so anyhow, so we're here to talk about relationships. Um, we actually had a, a couple of uh, questions that were asked last time that I didn't get to, and let me... Uh, get my list up because when i said to text i actually didn't check the text which is my bad um we had one um that we should get to first um let me see here let's do it okay shout out to all the homies yeah by the way if you want to ask us a question uh it's 626-387-3773 that's 626-387-3773 or you can email us at chris ventura at g chris ventura show at also, if you'd like to, um, there's a thread. You should start a thread on our uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. because I'm going to ask you some uh, questions to respond to later on, the audience, that is, because we're going to do a little thing where we uh, are going to talk about different love types and see which one of us we all are here in the studio and compare it to which you all are out there. So Uh-oh. I'm going to post that up there for you to read. Sounds like trouble. Again, you go to facebook.com slash the Chris Ventura show. You can start a discussion there, too, and start arguing with the other listeners if you'd like. Because <laughs> last time... 
they were messaging us, telling us to yeah. forward the messages to the people who were asking questions. And it's like, you know, just guys. Yeah, I got back. I got two nuts. Yeah, guys, talk amongst yourselves and we'll read it out loud. Trust me. And you guys can also hit me up on my Facebook. Last time I had like 16 messages at once. So yeah, I'll, go ahead. Do that too. Distract him. Yeah, distract me. I'll do my best to keep up with all of you guys, but you can hit me up on Facebook message me and we can uh we can see some thoughts that are on your mind expose you to the social media world or hit up Murray. if Murray, do you have any friends listening uh well if hopefully we not yeah. yeah that would be a no <laughs> but uh, yeah we got a good show tonight folks okay i have a question i don't know what this means maybe you know what this means mm-hmm. um ask omar about seize the day holy shit I know exactly who that is. Okay, then is that something you can talk about, or, or what is that? Is that just a, uh, a philosophy yeah. of yours? Yeah, yeah. It's um actually, so I have a second mother. She's she's wonderful, man. She's um she's actually my buddy's original mom, but she's my mom in spirit. And uh, if anybody who knows me knows that I'm in a personal development, um, like just different inspirational speakers, books, all that. And so mm-hmm. me and her like just connected on that level, and we've, uh, God, man, we've like talked about medit I don't, i'm sure we've meditated together at least once but we talk about all kinds <laughs> okay. of stuff and we have a little support group going and we always tell each other you know like little quotes here and there and it's like seize the day and she even got me a wallet engraved on it that says seize the day which i believe i have on me but do you um, really? yeah I, I believe i do have that's it on. nice Hold on, let me check okay you can hear the sound of him going through his bag i think let me just turn that up yes Oh, there it is. Oh, that's cool. Seize the day. I, I do this have was it. A video show, so we could show it to the camera, but we can't. But yeah. seize the day. That's nice. Marla, I love you. Thank you so much. And everybody listening, seize the day. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. You know what I mean? I believe that. I really do. You brought that up in the last show, and I think that's really true. <laughs> now, the reason why I'm stalling right now is I'm trying to find that question that was really long, too, and I wanted to answer it, too. Wait, what was really long? The question. Oh, okay. Yeah, my the bad. question, yeah. It has nothing to do with you, something else. With, oh my God, we just got really <laughs> inappropriate really fast. Yeah, I know, right? So, Marie, tell us, um, oh, how was your day? Okay. Marie, how you been? Uh, my day was pretty long. I went to work and then went to a hair appointment and then picked up a man I don't know. And <laughs> Oh, wow. Wait, so, tell us about that one. Would you guys, how did that go down? Um, it was okay. You know, I, how do you think it went? <laughs> yeah. He looks pretty tired, pretty worn out there. I think so. <laughs> so tell me Marie I know you graduated a few um, months ago and we were talking a little bit about how most people when they graduate they, they assume that this like diploma and employment and you know like 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars a year is waiting um, when in reality a 25 cent raise an hour is waiting yeah that's exactly what's waiting for you nothing happens you actually get to sit there and continue with your job that you had while you were in college until um Nobody responds to any of your applications, and yeah, just continue on like that. How about dating? How's dating going? Dating is, it's going. It's going. Uh, I've, you know, been with my man friend for almost a year now, and... You ever use Tinder? I did. That's how I met him. Oh, really? Uh Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right, how many dates have you been on on Tinder, be honest? Uh, I think I went on two dates from Tinder, but I have been on dates from other online dating sites like how many total how many dates total yeah from a social media site okay probably i'm gonna say Uh oh maybe five five yeah that's not bad yeah, yeah no, I don't, she's, she can't be being honest in a way 
Yeah, because I'm going around just like that sounds perfectly yes to reasonable to me. Yeah, I don't know. They say girls like you divide it by three or something. That's not true. You multiply. No, it, well, guys. there's a bunch of creeps on there. You have to like weed them out. You know. You uh, but you were on there. Out. But you were on. Yeah, there. but I'm also a creep. You know that. <laughs> well, folks, we'll be back after the break. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, yeah, I feel really old. I, I haven't done any unli- online dating in God knows how long. I'd say at least uh, eight years. I think so. And you, was there even internet back then? <laughs> thanks a lot, Omar. <laughs> Let's get something straight really quickly. Um, yeah. So the audience is aware of this. Uh, Omar is 22 and he just graduated college. Thanks for blowing my cover. Right? Appreciate that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But they have to know your age. But, you know. And I am either a decade older or a decade younger than Omar. So it's up to the audience to figure that one out. He's 12. Yeah, I'm 12 years old. Yeah, so. Bastard. Yeah. So. so we might be coming at different perspectives on life, I think. What he's trying to tell you guys is that he has a much more mature and refined. I wouldn't say refined. Just experienced <laughs> and, and uh, you know, been there, done that kind of thing. Oh, so. shit. And, and not, not in those terms. You're, you're getting dirty already. It's, oh, my God. It's, it's not even midnight. What are we doing here? I know. It's... <laughs> The, yeah, the, Are the, you texting on the live show? I'm right? not. Te- I was uh, and having I, someone oh, listen in. Security. <laughs> hey, I'm actually hosting and I'm texting at the same time, which is really wrong. I but know. I need to answer this as a text really quickly. I'm sorry. This Mar- is so unprofessional. Marla, you're awesome. Uh, Stephanie, you're awesome. Uh, whoever's listening, uh, you're fucking awesome, dude. I can't believe you're actually listening. Writing questions, message stuff. Yep. And I have, okay, I have two questions already. Shoot. There you go. I'll, I just have to switch between apps. I can get them. Okay. Give me a second. Uh, the first one, I'll do the live question first, and then we'll mm. do the, the question from last week second. Shoot. Uh, I'm going to just read it verbatim here. Ask if there were any mutual friends between the two guys she dated on Tinder. Oh, okay. So any of the guys you date on Tinder know each other? That's the question they're asking. No, and I think they might be asking if I had mutual friends with them, because on Tinder you can see if you have mutual friends with each other, mm-hmm. and no. When you when you see that your mutual you see mutual friends, do you like nah forget it, or is that an okay thing? No, I think when you see mutual friends, it's like oh cool, now I can ask about this person. Oh, so a little background on them before I even do anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, but no, I didn't have that luck. Luck. I like how she calls it luck. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Nice. She wasn't so fortunate. <laughs> no. The, the, uh, the question answer uh, asker says she got it right. So you, you got the uh, Yeah, very good. You got the answer Thank right. You. Now. Thank you. All right, I got a question for Marie. This is Omar for you folks listening at home, the 22-year-old schmuck. <laughs> I didn't mean to put it that way. It's I'm just too late, saying. Chris. It's really, it's, you've, you've unseized my day. You've released my day. Marla, what's up? Uh, Marie, I got a question. What's the worst date experience you've been on? Worst date experience you've been on? Because of Tinder. Okay. The first guy I went on a date with from Tinder. Okay. We met at a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And we were sitting there talking. And I thought we were going to have a lot in common. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, we had, like, mutual interests or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, the one thing that we had in common was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I was excited. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk about Buffy. Because I can talk about Buffy for, you know, the three hours we're on this show. Quite the hook there. Yeah, so then, so we sit down and I realize that's really the only thing we have in common. Mm -hmm. And so we start talking about Joss Whedon. Is that an actor or something? Joss Whedon is the guy that wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and he also did other shows. So this guy's a a little nerdy, like a a show nerd. Yeah, well, he's not just a show, like he was into, um, Mm -hmm. what is that? Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon. The people that dress up and go out into the forest, yes. Mm, Confused? 
No, no. Cosplay? <laughs> Cosplay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was into that. Uh-huh. And so, you know, we're talking about the show Firefly, and I had mm-hmm. said I'd never seen the show Firefly, and he smacked his coffee cup off the table into the middle of the street <laughs> and slammed <laughs> his fist down on the table and was like, are you kidding me? Oh, wow. And got oh, extremely no upset. Holy shit. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, I don't know why I continued the date by going out to dinner with him after the coffee, but it's safe to say we didn't talk after that. So, so, so this guy just slams the coffee cup across the street. Yeah. And what, what is your immediate reaction? I start laughing because I'm like, this is not real, right? Yeah, no shit. Okay, so you start laughing, he smacks the coffee cup, and then he goes, well, well, he goes, excuse me for the coffee cup thing, you want to go grab dinner? <laughs> no, he didn't say excuse me. He just, you know, we continued talking about how I haven't seen Firefly, and then he's like, I'm getting kind of hungry. Do you want to eat? And I said... Well, okay. You know, I didn't want to be rude. He drove all the way out here. Yeah, I didn't want a coffee in my face. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you guys go to dinner? We went to dinner at this place called Lordsburg in Laverne. Mm-hmm. Lordsburg. Yes. Is it like a theme restaurant or something? Yeah. No, no. It was it's uh, like Voldemort at the door. <laughs> it was T. Phillips before. Have you guys heard of T. I've Phillips? I've heard of that. Or like yeah. Heroes. It's kind of like that. Oh, Heroes in uh, Claremont off Indian Hill. Burger yeah, Run. it's like that. It's okay, like that that's cool. Place. I like that place. All right. Sweet. Yeah. So that's the worst date experience? From online dating, yes. Yeah, oh, oh. It okay, sounds like a- there's some other sources there that you've had bad dates on. Well, I mean, most dates are bad dates, really. Shit, I got, <laughs> I got a lot of stories like that. I feel bad because I'm probably the subject of a lot of bad dates, too, you know? You're are like, you serious? Yeah. You, well, we all like to think we're Casanova, but at the end of the day, we're really Lord Voldemort's over here. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't come on too strong in the beginning. I think I've told you that in the test show on Tuesday was that if you come on too strong, you turn people off and people are like, yeah, that's really creepy, you know? Like, don't show... I know, like, like I said, mm-hmm. good, good uh, nice guys finish last, but, you know, uh, just you know, tone it down a little bit. Uh, we have a follow-up. One more. This was, They're very curious about your Tinder experience. I'm guessing they want to try it for themselves. Um, so how did the conversation go on Tinder that made you comfortable with going out on a date with them? Mm-hmm. Oh, good question. Um, this is definitely a guy, by the way. <laughs> I know, def- so they can have like a counter plan. Yeah. You know? like, what's, like, what's the best opening line on Tinder? Well, I think the guy that I ended up that I'm with now, uh-huh. his opener was... It was something really funny, like, oh, now that we've matched, should we get married? Or is this coming on too strong? Am I moving too fast? Mm-hmm. In that and order? It, in that order? Or Yeah. The, okay. Hold and on, it hold just, on a it, sec. You write that down. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me laugh. So I think anything that's funny mm-hmm. is going to, you know, draw a girl's attention. At least it always draws mine if somebody's mm-hmm. funny. So what if you're sarcastic funny, though? Like, you have a dry humor. Because dry humor doesn't translate well in real life. Now imagine over technology. Have you ever had somebody like like write you something funny and you're just like, what the fuck was that? No, because I have a dry sense of humor. Up top. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm very sarcastic. And it takes yeah. a while for normal people to understand where I'm coming from. You know, but that might special be, people get it. That might be because you're 10 years wiser. You know yeah. what I mean? Or 10 years more bitter, I think. <laughs> a lot of That's that IPA living. talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, wait till wait till eleven o'clock and get violent in here. Yeah, what do you think, folks? You can write in or text us. <laughs> yeah, let what's us know. your bets on this? What's one? the best opening line or the worst Tinder experience you've ever had? We'll read it and we might even call you for the live show. Yeah, you number. know, I know a lot of people who've tried Tinder and had good luck with it. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, I'd like to hear some stories out there. You guys can text us, message me on Facebook, or you can text us at six two six three eight seven three seven seven three. Again, that number is 626-387-3773. We'll do our best to get to every message. Right. And then we also are going to try taking calls for the first time today. Oh, SpaghettiOs. Um, and this is how it's going to work for that, okay? Because we can only take one at a time. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you to text that number, 626-387-3773. 
with and just say call me back and we'll call you back and we'll try to get as many people on as we can i know we're gonna have at least one call for sure that wants to come on and we're gonna do that at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. yeah we know who that is all right <laughs> we do yes we do um now we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back in a couple of minutes so stick with us uh, we're just warming up here it's 9 30 i've only had like a quarter of my beer so just sit with me and plus i i just met these people for the first time which is kind of odd give them a for, break folks for omar i've known for like three times in his life, my entire life. we'll be back in uh, about two and a half minutes stick with us we'll be back it's christmas to a show on a friday night ciao it takes 12 years to create a graduate it takes about the same time to create a dropout the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. Path to success or failure starts long before graduation day, and the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.
right, it's Chris and Tura show on a Friday night. We're doing our relationship roundtable, I guess. I have no idea what this show is exactly, but it's more of more or less like a poor man's love line. And they're not on the air tonight, so this is your only chance to talk about relationships. And if you have any questions, and we're getting a lot of texts coming, and I need to get to all these. Text your questions to 626-387-3773 or join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Chris Ventura Show. All right, we have a couple more questions. Let's see what we got here. Are they, uh, are they oh, I'm sorry. There you go. You're all on. Hello, hello. There okay. Back on. Yeah, your job uh, is to back me up when I'm busy doing technical shit over here. I got you. Probably. All right, so you. let me get our questions up here. Actually have... Okay, so here's the long question from last week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, so let me just read this real quick. Uh, talk amongst yourselves over there while I read this and try to figure out what it says. Okay. It's kind of a long question. All right, give me your best question. Let's get intellectual right now. Wow, it's getting deep now. Oh, so. shit. Here we go. You know, you never sent me those... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on one second. Go ahead. You never sent me those motivational... Mm. Podcasts or whatever. You said you were gonna Dropbox me and you didn't, so I'm gonna put you on blast right now. Oh, that's cool! In front of 25 <laughs> million good. people. Yeah, 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 that's a yeah, good idea. Um, I love to do that. I love to. Do that. I do that to Cat. Cat, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I do put. I put you. I do ask you questions on the air like that. So yeah, Omar, where are them videos at or those podcasts? Well, you see what had happened was I. I, uh, I um, <laughs> you see, you um, see, you see. Why are you sweating all was, of a sudden? I don't know, man. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I do have them in my Dropbox. I actually have like 785 uh, links in my Dropbox that are Tony Robbins based, and okay. I just put them in my Dropbox. I promise them to everybody, but then I usually only get it to the persistent few who nag at me because they usually really want it. Okay. Well, so I'm I guess I'm putting you, you on the radio, so I think <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. take that as you really want it. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Okay, I'm Ray. I'm gonna play a little game with you. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say ten words. You tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. I'm putting you on the spot. How you like that? Oh, jeez. Okay. Revenge. Instant Revenge. karma. Dun, dun, dun. You ready? Yeah. First word that comes to mind, okay? Fish. See, that's just too much. I don't even... Fish. <laughs> it's brown. Can I play what two? I got fuck? one, too. All right, all right. I'm going to go back and forth. Her, you, her, you, okay? okay? got it. All right. all right, we're going to do ten. I already got my answer for that. All right. Good. We're starting with Maria again, so I'm okay. going to go back and forth, okay? Right. Water. Brown. <laughs> I don't know what this means, actually. Okay, let's just, yeah, let's just brown. What is, I feel like she might have to take a shit. I don't know. Maybe. What? Okay, Chris, uh, your word, dice. Vegas. Sponge. Blue. <laughs> What's up with you in colors, man? Oh, they are all colors. I, got I, can, I can picture sponge blue. I got that yeah, one. It's because she's looking at SpongeBob with the blue background there. <laughs> God bless the calendar that's about four years old now. <laughs> okay, Chris, your word is shoelace. Tie. Tie. Yeah, it's like a function. tie. Is yeah. Shoelace. yeah, we have about 14 people that just tuned out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not listening to the guys like that. Yeah, I'm going to leave too, actually. See you later. <laughs> Um, okay. Fish. Again? Yes. Sushi. Okay, now we're talking. Uh, sex. Sushi. <laughs> I just got like a smell in my mind. Okay, it's weird. Beer. IPA. Weed. Green. Tinder. Bad. Oh. <laughs> Bad. Coffee flying across the table. <laughs> Worse. Yeah, I wonder what he's getting at here. 
Any more of these uh, words you got? <laughs> Fish. <laughs> That's all again. I got. Fish. Can, I can got. you pull this off for three Let's hours? Let's get right down to it. Leave the yeah, no, we're just fucking around. Okay, we're just fucking around right now. All right, all right so let's get right the, down to here's it. Here's the question that I got from all right, last shoot week. Him this is me. from Marla. Here we go. Oh, shit. All right, so uh, why do men and women try to change each other? And why do uh, girls today who don't have enough, think they don't have enough self-worth, they get married to people uh, just to have babies and keep the guy around? I'm not sure if that's exactly true about the whole marriage and the babies thing. Yeah. Um, Why do women try to change men? Yeah. Why do you think that is? Maria, you want to go first? I got one, I got one no, for this. No, go ahead. Okay. I think it's just human nature and women, uh, by their very nature, just want like more and more and more and more and more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's not that they're not grateful, but they, you know... First, they want the guy to like them, and then he likes them, and then they want to, like, make decisions, and then they want to decide the furniture, and then they want to, you know, I think it's just an innate, I think it's growth in any relationship. People crave growth, progress, and sometimes um, that, you know, that sense of I can control him a little bit, uh -huh. it's not, they don't intend to be evil, it's just that's how they see the relationship Why even use the word evil, though? Why did you go and use that? Not evil experience, man. I've I've been a serial dater for a little too long. Serial dater, so what? Since you were like fifteen, or what? <laughs> like, how much experience do you have? I mean, have you been divorced? Not with marriage. Yeah, I don't have any marriage experience. Yeah, because I know somebody who is uh, twenty four, and yeah. uh, they were divorced when they were twenty two. I mean, how about that? And yeah, I no. wouldn't do that. The thing that's weird to me is, did you guys notice that it was almost like between college? Like, you know, there's these events on Facebook that are like, oh yeah, another one of these photos. The famous one as of late is the famous stethoscope uh, photo, I believe. I of don't the think baby, I've seen this. Of the baby. The, what's it called? When it's black and white, that photo of the baby? Um, I should, uh, ultrasound? The ultrasound yeah. photos. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's like, yeah, congrats. Oh, my God. Like, let me babysit. Let me babysit. And then you hit them up to babysit, and they're like, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm going to EDC this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. There's just way too many of that. Like. Mm. They'll graduate, they'll have a kid, and then they'll go to college, and then they'll drop out, and then they'll work at a warehouse. Wow. Nobody's feeling me on this. All right, Marla, to answer your question, to answer your question, I only have experience wow. as a serial dater. So uh, what do you guys think? Murray, what are your thoughts? Why do women try to change men? Well, I agree with you on the growth part. I yeah. think that we want to know that this is going somewhere. Because we're more like, well, at least for me, it's like, you know. Divorce court. Did you see that movie? Divorce court. Divorce Corp with uh, oh, Dr. No. Drew. No, 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 I didn't. Oh, that was good. Yeah. But um, I feel like it's also, it has, there has to be a compromise. You uh -huh. know, it's not even just like... <laughs> wow, really? Are you serious? Shame. It's like there has yeah, to be some sort of that. compromise on both ends. It can't just be like the guy doing everything or the girl doing everything. I, I can't even... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's No, would you put those aside? Would you... <laughs> you got the potato chips out here. Um... Do you have anything to add? <laughs> well, what I think, um, I think the thing is that girls like bad boys, and Man, we they talked like, about this last week. Yeah, they like the. My dad's calling me. Um, huh. they like the journey of like the whole process of changing them because it's like it keeps it consistent. If someone's already like per se perfect or good or ready like why would you want to like continue in their life with that when you can like work on something together it's like a journey together so you're, you're saying what keeps them together is a challenge like to change the other person yeah hmm you'd rather have a struggle than actually just a relaxed time 
Or maybe yeah. you'd like to be the person to um, be responsible for the big change in the other person's life. Like, oh, look what I made. <laughs> I changed that person. Maybe. Dude, I don't know, man. I think, look, I think we're boring the audience with this. But at the end of the day, I think that it's just, uh, I have someone saying, I'll talk to you about it after your show, but I'm listening. Hmm. And it's a girl, so that's kind of scary. <laughs> it's gonna be a long <laughs> yeah, talk. It's gonna be a long chat there. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think um, I don't think that they necessarily try to change it. They just try to make it more comfortable for themselves, in the same way that I'm sure a guy does. You know, at first you accept a little bit of things you don't like, but as the relationship progresses and you see this person more and more and feelings develop, you want it to be more comfortable and more comfortable and more. You want to sort of acculturate them to what's comfortable for you. But sometimes um, what's comfortable for you might not be comfortable for them. So it's about finding that compromise, you know. Because yeah. I think men do it too, you know. They start being a little more demanding or like, why are you going here? Why are you going there? When I first didn't care. So I think it's just that. Oh, that's possessive though. Uh, I think jealous. I think if you cross the line, it's possessive. But I think, yeah, I think naturally if you like somebody, you're going to get a little jealous, right? You're going to want them to yourself. I mean, to some degree, you're going to have to want them to like you know, be yours or be a little personal, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a theory that says that uh, mm -hmm. if, if you love somebody, you should be jealous. I don't know if that's exactly true. That was probably Shakespeare. Look what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you really believe that? Or, or, or what do you mean? That you have to be jealous in a relationship to actually love the other person? It's, I mean, it's different person to person, how you define love, the level of it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, for me personally, yeah, if I, like... If I'm not serial dating and it's, um like, you know, gets like, it escalates a little bit... Mm -hmm. Um, now you keep talking about serial dating. Oh shit! I want to ask you about that. Oh shit! Now, what exactly do you mean trouble. by that? Do you mean dating people uh, one after the other, or no, 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 like simul simultaneously. simultaneously? Yeah, but I'm honest with them. Uh huh. Okay. Um, and it's a bit unorthodox, but um, a lot of people are not down for the ride. But some that are mm -hmm. respect the fact that I'm at least honest about it. Mm -hmm. Some sometimes they themselves do it, which mm -hmm. is kind of funky but you know it's a case by case basis and why you know? do you say it's funky because you're doing it yeah mm -hmm. but i do it with style some girls oh so they don't do it with style no it's a double standard you got going on right <laughs> yeah there. i guess i call you out i mean i guess you could call it that but i i mean as long as you're honest if they're not cool with it they're not cool with it if i'm not cool with it, i'm not cool with it you know so mm -hmm. i mean as long as you're open about everything it's fine nobody gets hurt right um you get hurt less, mm. and you can anticipate it. You can foresee it. You know what I mean. But mm -hmm. I mean, when you like somebody and you invest in them, inevitably there's gonna be feelings there. You know. But you take the good with the bad. You know. Right. It's better to it's better to feel a little bad for the potential of feeling good than just feeling nothing. You know. Well, I feel nothing. <laughs> Look what it's doing to me. It's killing me inside. Um, so um, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm dead yeah. inside. Um, I don't yeah. think that you should try to change somebody else because mm -hmm. I don't want to be changed. I don't want somebody to come up to me and try to change me. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the way I want it. Um, snaps to you, by the way. Well, I mean, why? if there's a, why, why snaps to him, send us a message. Well, I, I just don't feel that, um, mm -hmm. at, at, see, here we go again. At my age, oh. don't come in and try when to I change When I was me. in school. I know exactly. Right. Where's my yeah. cane at? Where's my cane at? Yeah. Um, I, I just, I'm just, I'm just thinking, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I had to crawl to the desk actually, cause I dropped it at the door. No. Um, I just don't think that I, I would take somebody trying to change because I just wouldn't try to change somebody else. Cause at actually dating yeah. at my age, to be honest with you, cause I think we talked about this last week, the, uh -huh. the brain development, Oh shit, here we go. Uh, you know, it stops or, or it's pretty much done at 25, 26. So okay. for, for people that you're going to meet Omar, if it's considering that you're going to be dating people around your age. Mm -hmm. they haven't become the person they're going to be 
at for quite a few more years. Very true. But I'm going to meet people who are who they are, so I don't even want to try to argue or try to change them at all because I'm just got to accept them for what they are because it's too late for that. Very true, but it's ever shifting. I mean, I, I don't think people at 25 are the same at 35, 35, 45. I mean, you're always shifting. Mm-hmm. It's not like at a certain point you do. It's just a matter of how well you can compromise with those people. And when it comes to the issue of double standards, I mean, I think to some degree or another, everybody has certain things that are like important to them but to the other person might seem hypocritical or you know what i mean you get lost in the word game of it but mm-hmm. I, I mean you know everybody always says the number one thing is communication mm-hmm. if you communicate it and you're I'll honest ask you to back away from that wall please I'm yeah it's very distracting squeaky. me yeah it's very squeaky um but yeah i think i think as long as you're open and honest about it there's really no i mean aside from moral consequence with mm-hmm. the creator of the universe if you believe in that huh there's really no that you use these word universe Oh shit! Here we go into no, philosophical no, 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 no. deep debate. I know. I'm just saying yeah. because I yeah, it's the word I use all the time. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honesty will liberate you from a lot of things. You know, I'll buy it, however weird it looks to other people or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. that's my thoughts. It's Marie, all about honesty. Female's perspective. I mean, like I said, I just think it's all about compromise. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really care for somebody, then you'll bend a little bit, and if they care for you, they'll bend as well. No pun intended. Yes. He always has to throw something like that in. Not the traffic cop say, what the fuck? I mean, really? Really? You got to keep it interesting, man. You got to do it for the stand. Nothing would be great if it wasn't against I the grain. I know that, but there are people at home. Yeah. I know a couple who are face palming every time you do that. They're like, oh, here he goes again. That's all. That's okay. It's my show. It's not your show. <laughs> God damn it. I was misinformed here. Shit. I know. What the hell happened? <laughs> so continue, Marie. That, that's... Pretty I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to like distract her. That's fine. Again, this well, is the warm up hour. We're not we're not quite there yet, but we'll get there at ten. Yeah, o'clock. tonight tonight's feeling funky. But hey, mm-hmm. to those bearing with us, thanks for enjoying the ride. You know, send in the messages, the texts, whatever. Yeah, we got a lot of them here. Um, Shoot them, rifle them off. Uh, I'm not sure uh, when you were doing that whole word thing. Somebody mm-hmm. uh, sent in a word, but they, their their word was smelly. I'm sure. I don't know what word they were going for there. That eggs, was, smelly eggs. Okay. If that was Nicole. What up, yeah, Nicole? Fish, right? I think it was probably fish. fish. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the one. If it was Nicole, it was eggs. It's an inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> so funny. I know, right? I'm dying inside uh, again. I told you, just laughter. <laughs> this is it's just it's um, depression and laughter right inside, yeah, right here where it counts. So my yep. heart is just dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, tonight's show is getting a little funky. It's it's not, Omar. It's mm-hmm. not. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like ready to shut it down or something. Yeah, I'm ready. Take take off the goddamn signs here. <laughs> Where's my box? Get the fuck out of here. No, no, no. Mm. So, anyways, um, yeah. later on in the show, we're going to talk about, um, I guess, relationship types and like the kind of love style that you uh, fall under. Yeah, and you kind of compare those to the audience. Um, well, I had another question uh, about. Sure. I have one more question. Oh, God, I keep having questions. I'm sorry. I just get distracted because this thing keeps going off. All right, it's fine. Go ahead. The oh, question. that's interesting. Okay. Insecu- well, this is just a comment, actually. Yeah, go Insecurity ahead. is a motherfucker. Yeah. We all, incur- we enc- all encounter it at some point mm-hmm. in ourselves and in our partners. Mm-hmm. Hmm, insecurity. I'm guessing that's like the jealousy point right there. Yeah, I think that's very true. I mean, it's human nature to be insecure, you know? It's just a matter of how much you project that on the other person. Hmm. I, I mean, know. I know that I've I've seen some relationships that got drowned in in uh, jealousy that were just kind of toxic. They were probably Arab. <laughs> is, 
is is that something in the culture? Um, I mean, I would say as much as about riding camels. So yeah, no, don't say that. It's pretty. I'm don't half say. I'm half Middle Eastern, so okay. it's fair game. <laughs> so you can say that, right? Oh yeah. yeah oh, okay. Is is that really how it is? There's a lot of jealousy in the culture, or uh, well, yeah, a lot of control, a lot like controlling, like very like um, like your mind don't go there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I mean, I kind of identify with a little bit too. I mean. I've definitely like changed it a little bit. You know, when you live in the states, you're used to everybody. Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. <gasps> you cheated on me. How did it happen? How could they? Mm-mm. So yeah, I mean, I think, I think for me personally, if a person does something that makes me insecure, like on a consistent basis, I don't care if I look like insecure. I'll tell you. Like if it bothers me, it bothers me. You mm-hmm. know. And if you have the intellect or the patience to like talk it out with me, then cool. And if you don't, then that was going to be you know dividing factor inevitably so yeah i mean if you can't talk about it now i mean god could you imagine like 40 years or 20 years down in marriage what's uh, that's gonna be yeah 20 years yeah 40 years jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i mean i i I know um Mm -hmm. i I know my family and some people i feel like they're just married because they just had to stay married you know there's like a lot of like anger that comes even like 40 years after it's like jeez i feel like most people a lot of couples man i feel like they're just out of love like imagine if you could marry somebody and truly love them like it gets better year after year yeah there's problems yeah there's hardships yeah there's trouble yeah there's ups and downs no Mm -hmm. pun intended palm to the face but <laughs> but but i think that that like it, it can be that but it takes being so proactive about it it takes being so like caring i heard i heard a quote once from tony robbins he said if you do what you did at the beginning of the relationship there won't be an end hmm. you know? well i don't want to i don't want to sound like a like a mood killer but do you think kids kind of bring that down you know kids can kind of you know when you like yeah if you i think if you have a shitty job and most of your time is like spent draining your energy and then so you, you come home to kids and you're fucking unhappy about work 40 hours a week mm-hmm. and then you got to come home and raise your kids yeah mm-hmm. it's like how are you going to go from hating your job 10 hours a day to loving your kids for the last three you know it's just you know it, it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy you know so i think i think it, it is possible but it takes a hell of a lot of work and you got to be conscious about it you know like even before you have kids start planning oh how do i do this how do i strategically do you know how do i raise them how do i discipline them you right because mm-hmm. if you just decide in the moment you know you kind of fucked it's like you got to learn how to flex a flat tire before you have one you know oh yeah and a kid can be a flat tire sometimes oh yeah it can yeah be worse. i feel like if you don't you have to consciously work on your relationship too if there's kids mm-hmm. in the picture because then your relationship can kind of die if you're just focusing on the kids and work yeah. And that intimacy is kind of gone. Well, that's where Tinder comes into play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you what? You just <laughs> look for other people, even though you're married yeah. with kids? Craigslist or... Uh, <laughs> Craigslist? Yeah. Yeah. Match, match.com. Christian, yeah. Christian Mingle, I hear, is the popular one. There's now. a farmer one, yeah, too, farmer. I think. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. It's called. Yeah. It's the logo has to be a pitchfork. It has to be a pitchfork <laughs> with a heart to it. there might be really, yeah. a wagon and a pitchfork. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Associated in the logo of that. Yeah. <laughs> that's not Yeah, hey, well, to each their own. I mean, I think there's an Amish dating one, too. And there's that Jewish dating one too. Damn, you really did your homework there, Chris. Oh, I know. I've been I've been hitting up all of them, I'm trying to trying to pretend to be all of those things to try to get a date. Yeah, I'll be whatever religion you want me to be. <laughs> Just take me out. Yeah. The number again is six two six three eight seven three seven seven three. That's six two six three eight seven three seven seven three. We have a couple of calls lined up uh, for ten o'clock. And if you want us to call you back, just uh, text that number and say call us back, and we'll do that. I actually, do have a couple numbers to call, but we'll do that after ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Not sure what they're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. I probably should have said, "Tell us the subject." Yeah, that would have been nice. So yeah. it's not a surprise, but we'll, we'll see. Tell them now. Yeah, hey, if you texted us to call you back, text me now again. Tell me what the subject is, so I can be prepared for that. Because I don't want to be uh, kind of like shocked by what you're going to say. But hey, whatever. Um, 
So, let's see. We're going to take a uh, quick break. We're going to be back exactly at 10 o'clock. Uh, we have a song for you by a band that we've worked with before. Uh, you might have heard it before. It's the opening theme to the regular show on uh, Sunday nights, uh, but you never heard it in full, so here it is. And then uh, a couple of PSAs, and we'll be right back. Okay, it's uh, we got Brisby with uh, Heavy Sleeper here on the Chris Ventura Show. Stick with us. We'll be back exactly at 10 o'clock, and hopefully we'll have our caller on the line by then. Again, text us at... Uh, 626-387-3773, that's 626-387-3773, or join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Show. We'll be back in about five minutes. Stick with us. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. 
these are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. So, Jacqueline. Yes, Mom? I wanted to talk to you about something and... Oh, wait. Hold on. I just got a text. Oh, wait, Mom. I just got a message. So many comments on my comment. Hey, guys. Check out my wait. new video game. Mom, what? Huh? Pew, pew. What'd you say? This huh? weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. So, Jacqueline. Yes, Mom? I wanted to talk to you about something. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a, cool I want to be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. The traditional light bulb. A groundbreaking invention in 1879. Other groundbreaking ideas from that time. The whalebone corset, the pedal-operated submarine and the two-story outhouse. We've come a long way since then. It's time our light bulbs did the same. Visit energysavers.gov and learn about energy-saving light bulbs. See, these new bulbs are more efficient than the old ones, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. They last longer, too. Like how we humans last longer now that doctors use antibiotics instead of leeches. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age of aeroplanes and moving pictures, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Oh, dear God, you stuck around for this long, huh? What's wrong with you? It's hour number two of our Relationship Fridays. I'm not really sure what the name of this is, mm-hmm. but thanks for joining us. Um, I'm here with Omar, and uh, hello, he's hello. playing co-host today. And, yes. Uh, well, he's actually probably going to be the regular co-host of the Friday nights. Oh, shit. Well, I'm just kind of saying that. Uh, the show will get better, folks. Progress equals you know, happiness. Now you're sounding friends. like I am. You're telling me every single week. I'm like, the show will get better, folks. And then Kat's like, no, it's fine. We're just relaxed. It's fine. Trust no, me. No, no. I you mean, like, right now. Like, it gets better right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, I'm okay, not even, okay. like, future. Like, Oh, it's I mean? happening right this minute. The show's Right get, now, baby. Oh, my God. Watch out. The show's Ow! getting really good now. All right. So we're back. Uh-oh. So I want you to talk about this because this is very interesting to me, uh-huh. and uh, I think we're probably going to work a little bit together on this, uh, or I can help okay. you as much as I can. Yeah. 
So thanks motiv- for having me in this beautiful studio again, by the way. I love no, thanks place. for coming. And I'm sorry that it was a rough first start, uh, first hour, but that's just how it goes sometimes. Now I'm relaxed. Mm-hmm. Everything's under control. I'm trying not to look at this so I don't get too distracted. That's but, the beer. That's right. the beer talking. No, it's just me just chilling out on this whole thing. All right. So <laughs> you do, uh, you're into motivational speakers and uh, uh, doing interviews. Tell me a little bit about that yeah. and how you got started and why. Uh, who's your inspiration, actually? And because I know you mentioned, uh, yeah. is it Tony Robbins? Is Tony that? Robbins, yes. yes. He's somebody who you find inch, uh, as a inspiration for you sure. to yeah. uh, focus, uh, you know, the way you function in your life. So tell mm. me a little bit how that started. And how did you first come across Tony Robbins? Actually, I came across Tony Robbins because I I've always been a fan of eccentrics. I've always liked people who are kind of nuts played by their own rules um we're kind of i love people that other people think are weird but they themselves are fulfilled mm-hmm. do you get what i mean i do and i have an uncle like that i took a liking to his name's uncle ozzy and uh if you're listening man you changed my life he was a cab driver in jersey and he he was a cab driver dropped out of i don't know i'm not sure if he dropped out of college or what but basically like wasn't doing much with the whole school thing he was a cab driver and he told me that one time he was in the DMV renewing his license to be a cab driver. And he hated it. He hated that shit, you know. But he was just doing it for the money or whatever. Right. And one day he was in the DMV renewing his license and just kind of frustrated as shit waiting in the DMV, as we all know. Right? Mm-hmm. Those very highly intellectual employees of the DMV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he was waiting in line. And then behind him, there was this guy reading a book called Personal Power by Tony Robbins. And he, he told me the story. So he went up to the guy and was like, personal power, you know, what the hell is that? You know, they're waiting in line, so he's just making conversation. And the guy tells him, yeah, it's um, it's by a guy named Tony Robbins. He's in the personal development field, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, what people would call self-help books. Right. And so, he's, you know, being he's an Arab, right? So being Arab in the culture, a lot of it is like, who the fuck are you to tell me how to live my life? Uh, you know, like, that's stupid. These people are just selling you on ideas. They're in it for the money. They don't okay. care about you. Uh-huh. And so that's the common uh, philosophy, and there's not really any interest in personal development. It's pretty much religion. That should be your, you know, how you live your life. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because not a lot of wars are caused in the name of religion, right? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so basically he got into it, and like he was super skeptic about it. And went to the library and got all these books by Tony Robbins and other personal development people, mm-hmm. and. I got so inspired and just went from being a cab driver, totally changed his life. Now he's financially free, started his own company called Compulan. Um, he's made well over a million dollars. He generates um, just under like a quarter million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Self-employed, employs other people as well. Has two homes, beautiful, beautiful boat, beautiful beach. Uh, it's like a villa. And just not that the money matters, but this guy is so well disciplined and structured. And at the same time, he's out of his mind, like spontaneous. And I asked him, like, how the hell did you, you know, how are you so free? You know, most adults seem so, like, you wake up, you go to work, you drive through traffic, you come home, you complain about work, and you go to sleep. Right. And so this guy just, like, like supremely inspired me, got me into it. I listened to one tape. I listened to two and just got hooked, man. It, when you listen to people who made these extraordinary shifts in their lives and went from being nothing or went from struggling to accomplishing these amazing things, and you hear, I, you know, I fill my mind with this stuff day in and day out, it becomes very difficult to, like listen to two chains you know, <laughs> or to listen to like little Wayne. So it just uh-huh. the addiction, the seed was planted with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't think I have anybody who uh, is like a motivational speaker who inspires me, but I think what happens mm-hmm. for me is that um, 
I well, have most, certain people. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, most of these people before they become speakers, they do other things. Right. Speaking is only a percentage of what they do. You know, usually they go accomplish fantastic things and then they come back and then share about how they did it, the discipline it took, the psychology it mm-hmm. took. So they're not just you know running their mouths and selling books. Sure. Yeah. 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 No, I just like I like to uh, go back and read uh, people's biographies, people who oh, I, I think that. are really uh, inspiring to me, mm-hmm. and that's how I kind of find my inspiration. Just to kind of see like how they started out. Who inspires you? Um, well, I know one of the people that you like a lot. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Which is Howard Stern. Yes, sir. Hey However, now. like hey I now. told you uh, before, mm-hmm. like I like his interview style. I mm-hmm. respect what he's done mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a broadcaster mm-hmm. and a businessman. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly, you know, so keen on his humor so much. <laughs> However, he has some ex- he has some really good things to say. Sometimes he's mm-hmm. an excellent interviewer. He's an excellent person to interview as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so I love uh, his movie Private Parts and his book. It's great. I love yeah, that. Private Parts is great. Um, no pun intended. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 face palm, Catherine. <laughs> if you're at home, face Sorry, palm. Catherine. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. She loved that part too. The last tape was uh, the love part. Um, oh, the blow your load part. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, it's after ten, so you can say that. Yeah, Safe yeah. harbor, we're fine. We're about so. to get raunchy, folks. Stay yeah. Tuned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Red light district around here. <laughs> so literally. Um, I'm sorry, Maria, right? Maray. Maray. See, I gotta write these. I used to have people with their name tags on. I used to do mm-hmm. that too. No. Maray, uh, who inspires you? Does anybody inspire you? Because you're a journalism major, is that? I was PR. PR. But th- oh, that wow. has nothing to do oh. with anything. You, I thought you were I, journalism. Am I way. on? Yeah, just move it closer. So okay. Um, no, PR. Like PR. you, right? <laughs> oh, we got yeah. two PR majors in the room. Is that not you? PR and IBM. That's correct. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, somebody that inspires me. I guess mm-hmm. I would have to say Larry David. Oh yeah, excellent. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Two Larry. I David love fans. that curb your enthusiasm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he says whatever he wants uh-huh. and it goes fuck yeah so Up top. <laughs> that's what i like man too many people are too afraid like oh that's impolite blah 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 yeah no yeah you just have to be honest and say what's on your mind you gotta um, be free baby <laughs> i um he's great he's great um i think that was probably one of the funniest series uh, i've seen i mean i mean as far as what you've done as what he's done as a career is is, is extraordinary but that show is just kind of a reflection of a little bit of his personal life and his eccentricities, and I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, always getting in trouble for saying the wrong thing. Um, I think I... And I posted something on my Facebook, oh, and shit. this was relating to you, by the way. He's pointing at me. Oh, I am going to call him out a little bit on this. Here we it's go. a scene, and maybe you know this scene. Mm-hmm. It's uh, They're talking about the phone call cutoff times, and uh, 9 o'clock is my cutoff time. Yes. You know yes. that episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, this guy, you know, mm-hmm. he calls me at nine fifty-five. Oh yes, I do. Yeah, I know, and I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't know you that well, so I have a cutoff about Jesus nine o'clock. Christ. I'm sorry for a lot of people, nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, funny. I just I put that up there. That was just for you. And it's funny because Chris, because I know I don't mind texts. I'm just, yeah, you just don't like phone calls. But see, texts to me are so boring, dude. Like, really? Yeah, I mean, you can have so much fun with texts. Like, dude, I Trust swear. Me. Look, I'm gonna sound insane now, but I'm gonna fuck. Like, you're gonna die, man. And like, other people are gonna die, and you have this much time, like fleeting time on the planet. A person has a soul, intellect, ideas, enthusiasm, and you're just gonna text. Well, just you're gonna have a different name in one inbox. Well, you're just gonna have a different name on the top and a few little letters. I want to hear what made your day, what made you laugh, what what inspired you. What and it's fucking nuts, but at the same time, it's on your mind anyways. All right. Well, I will tell you, you this. Know? Sometimes people will text me mm-hmm. and I will be like, "Fucking call me already." I don't want to go back and forth on this. Yeah. 
But sometimes that's uh, when you're dating. Well, <laughs> is that why? <laughs> do, you, do you ever get the thing when you're dating where you're like afraid to call? Like you're texting. I I, I know people that have been dating for like three months, and I'm like, yeah, dude, just call her and fix the problem. And they're like, dude, I've never talked to her on the phone before. Really? Yeah. People are like that. Dude, no, actually, I'm not common. surprised. It's actually, common, I'm not dude. surprised. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Tell Go ahead. No, I want to hear. It's really it's not common. You've heard that a lot around among your peers. I've heard that a lot. So either I'm hanging out with losers. No, or no, no, it's no. It's not that common. you're hanging out with losers. It's not that. I think oh, yeah. it's just a generation thing. No, again on the sorry. Would you stop? Again on the I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but when I was I'm young, just a kid. I when I was young, nobody had cell phones. Nobody had pagers. You know, you had to call the person's house. And ask the parent, can I talk to so-and-so? Mm-hmm. And nobody knew where you were at at any, at any time, really. It was yeah. so nice. It was nice because you could yeah. escape and nobody would bother you. But We're closer in age than you guys. <laughs> how, how old are you, Marie? Do you feel, would you rather I'm not? I'm going to be 26 in August. Oh, okay. That's yeah. probably what it is. Okay. It's 26. Old bird. It's okay. Why is, you guys are like wine. You only get better with time. You know what I mean? Oh, thank you. That's very kind yes, of you to you. say. <laughs> that was so polite. Like, oh, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. What do you think? What, what would be your best advice to me? I'm 22. What's well, your best advice to this well, son of a bitch? I'll get to, I'll get to that in a minute. But okay. I just wanted to go back with what you said that people are afraid to call. Uh-huh. I was trying to make like dinner plans with. Is that somebody's phone? Okay. Yeah, that would be mine. Okay. Um, I was uh, trying to make dinner plans, and the whole group was like, "What time are they open? What specials do they have?" And everybody was on their phones trying to look up the menu, trying to look up what people said on Yelp. I'm like, call the restaurant and ask them. Like, I don't want to call, you call. I don't want to call, you call. I'm like, it's just a living person. Just call them. Who cares? Yeah. I said, give me the phone. It took me like a minute and a half, and I found out everything we needed to find out. But nobody wanted to call. I think it's just afraid to talk to people in real life. So I understand yeah. the hatreds towards text message it's, only. I understand It's, it's that. not a hatred towards texting. It's a hunger for connecting with people. And I've had so many people, particularly, dude, sometimes girls think I'm, like, hitting on them or, like, they take it the wrong way. Like, I just want to know, like, what the fuck is on your mind? I do it with guys, too, you know? Like, I'm just like, oh, what inspires you or what? But people are very weirded out by by that, I notice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you were weirded out at first, right? Like, first time I called you, you were like, what the hell is this guy doing? Well, yeah, yeah. Because usually, I mean, even amongst my closest friends, we mm-hmm. don't call each other. We actually do text. And it is kind of sad. I know. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess the whole familiarity thing, I think after you've known me for a few months, I think a, t- a call is okay. But like, I'm just not used to that. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm getting affected by the way the generation is myself by saying I can't talk to people anymore. And that's kind of scary. And I don't <laughs> like that. I really don't. Yeah. And so maybe the next time you call me, I won't hang up the phone after and curse you out like I usually do. I appreciate it. I also, I want to give, give a shout out to some friends listening right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, give a shout out. Yeah, Evan, Evan, no, what's going on, man? And Mrs. No, hello, sorry that we're getting a little profane here. <laughs> um, oh, god, we're just, gonna watch we're just having longer. fun. I'm so sorry. We try to be good role models, Evan. What's up? Um, also want to give a shout out to Awesome, Awesome Con, you're the man, best graphic designer in California, John, Anna, and Arib, and Javier, and Anaville, and Cynthia. All right, I'm done. All right, cool. What's I got up? a what text up? from a six two six number. I'm I'm just I'm reading this phone number. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna say the last message just so they I see we can acknowledge that we got the message. Thanks, love the show. Well, thank you for listening. I appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate it. I'm just trying to figure out your question, but once I do, I will. I will uh, here, read that a couple times and see if that makes sense. To okay, you. folks, to anybody listening right now, I want you guys to uh, to tune in and you know sort of share your thoughts a little bit. 
Um, See, now I'm comfortable. For you, for everybody at home listening, I'm sitting on the floor now. Now I'm a lot more comfortable. It's because he's having a beer. That's not <laughs> it. I'm completely sober right now. I'm just sitting Indian style, enjoying myself with some chips. And, India, uh, beta. Hello, yeah. beta. Th- that's the loudest. Ch- you know, to the viewers at home, they, they're all craving chips now. I know, right? All right. Here's a question. Hi, I'm 15 and a guy. What would you guys have liked to know back when you were in high school and would like to know now? Again. Hi. Oh, I think I know that. I know that. Okay. I understand that question. Oh, now. this is I my boy right here. Skater die, baby. You're a lot into skating, huh? Oh, my We got to get into that. I need to talk Ta- about that oh, soon. Oh, yes. Oh, the view. Uh, oh, the ratings. 11 oh, the o'clock. Ratings. We'll talk about that. I, I know. About that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a 15-year-old guy. What would you guys have liked to know back when you were in high school? So, essentially, Murray, this goes from Murray, Small, and Chris. Okay. And then I'll answer. What's your guys' best advice to your 15-year-old self in high school? Like, the most important, juiciest stuff to know when it comes to dating, social life, all that. Murray, you're up oh, first. Somebody else go first? I need to think about this. Do you have an answer? Damn it, Murray. Okay. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Small. Just be honest. Shoot from the hip. Okay, just honestly, um, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't get into a relationship because you should first focus on school because... Um, I got stuck in that stuff in, in, in high school. All the moms in the world listening right now are like, see, I told you, I told you, focus on school. I told you, son. Well, I was just uh, very distracted. It was just really stupid. Uh-huh. Um, when you get to college, it's much better. But I think that's one of the reasons. I'm not saying Cal Poly is a bad school, but I could have definitely done a better. But I, can't, I won't say... Um, like those questions where you ask, like, what would you tell your 15-year-old self? Because I wouldn't tell him anything because not I, because of that, I'm who I am right now. So basically, you d- uh, what? No, nah, okay. Okay, so no, no, stop. So you, right, yeah, um, so stop. <laughs> don't just honestly just focus on school and be active, mm-hmm. and then once you're in college, you can you you just pretty much need to take out all the um, distractions in your life. It's easier said than done, but that's pretty much what you need to do. Yeah, no, I'm ready. Okay, I, see, ahead. my advice is actually completely different from that. Mine is have uh-huh. fun. You're 15. Do okay. everything that okay. you can to have a good time. That's a good answer. <laughs> okay, but you, let's clarify that because when you say do it, like do whatever you want, have fun. I'm sure there's like a bunch of 15 year olds who are like excited as hell right now. So why don't you clarify well, that? Th- okay, and Pu- I have puberty two, hits I, at that age. I have answers, by the way, that will compliment you, compliment you, contradict you, and contradict you. So it's gonna be a good answer. Yeah. Wait for it. Go ahead. Though. By the way, my parents are listening. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh my god. Oh god. Shout out to <laughs> mom and dad. You guys are. <sighs> Well, something else. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you guys are awesome. Hello, mom. Hello, dad. Uh, thanks for all the allowance. Um, I was the happiest 13 year old <laughs> skateboarder ever. Thank you. Oh, and also, shout out to. Um, hold on. How do I, uh, shout out to Baby Bear. And shout out to Luis. What up? What up, Luis? You're the man. All right, Murray. Go ahead. So I just like be 15. I'm not saying go out and mm-hmm. get hammered and do drugs, but like go out with your friends yeah. and try new things and be outside. Don't sit inside and play video games all day long and waste your time. Experience new things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. However, um, <laughs> I liked video games. <laughs> I think that. Um, I think I would have told myself too to have more fun back when you were a kid because, gosh, you don't realize how 
how things get later on and so busy and you, you miss out on a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I feel like you yeah. try to be older, especially at 15. I mean, I know for like being a girl, it's like, oh, let's just put on makeup and try to act like I'm older. Right. Meet guys and stuff. And it's, no, like mm-hmm. go have fun. Sure. Uh, but I also have this idea that I think that uh, people should uh, get uh, to ha- I think people should really not dive into college right away. And I think because when you're younger, you Drop need out. to have a, a little bit of a release that you're not going to get later on. And if you go from high school to college, and I didn't go from high school to college. I went from high school to traveling and then to college. Where'd you and travel to? to? Where'd you travel to? Kind of all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a dangerous thing that I wouldn't recommend anybody doing. Mm-hmm. How many times did you get arrested? <laughs> I know. I have such a record, huh? I haven't had any tickets at all, actually. Really? Nothing? What's the wildest thing you did that you want to share on the radio? Uh, nothing I want to share on the radio. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> not right now. Yeah, maybe after the next beer. Yeah, maybe after the next beer. No, I traveled all over the U.S. and just kind of... I, I don't recommend doing this mm-hmm. because it's not a smart thing to do, but yeah. I would just I met people online. I said, you got a place for me to stay. I'll come up and hang out. And I just kind of went all over and couch surfed for quite a while. I love that, dude. Um, but I needed to do that before I got serious about, about school. Because I don't think if I went to college straight away, I probably would have been focused enough to do it. And I know for a fact I wasn't because I dropped out a couple times. And then I went back later on. Now I'm on my third degree and I, got, I can't stop at school. But I'm done. I swear to God I'm done with school <laughs> now. I'm so done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think people need to, to have some fun before they start or, like he said, you need to focus hardcore when you get there and just have no distractions. Then maybe you can do something later on, but not right now. That's what I think. Wow. Okay. So I guess it's my turn now? Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, okay, my best advice to my 15-year-old. So I want to address something that each of you guys said. Mm, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh-huh, go ahead. 15-year-old self, um, don't be lazy. That's all. Because you'll be 33 doing a radio show in your bedroom. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> um, it's actually a fantastic studio. Is this your bedroom? Is this where you sleep? Yeah, it's where I sleep and where I cry. Nice. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you guys could see this room, it's incredible. Thank you. We're drowning in paraphernalia. I appreciate it. <laughs> drowning in paraphernalia. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now go ahead. Are, my eyes are hazy from this one. Your 15-year-old self. What my 15-year-old self. My 15-year-old self. So we're talking like 2000 and... Like 2007, dude. Okay. Um, 2007. 2007. You guys are like, when I I was 30 in 2007. Laugh all you want, folks. Laugh all you want. (laughs) Um, No. Okay. Well, first was Samal. I got to say, like what you guys are all saying about like, don't be lazy and like, don't play video games. Don't do this. Here's the thing. That's advice. That sounds great. But if somebody told you that at that age, you wouldn't have done shit about it. You would have just said, yeah, yeah, I know about it. I think good advice is advice that you would hear and it clicks with you. Like it really clicks with you. And to a 15-year-old kid, very few things click. Click in a way that shifts how you look at things. So you could say, yeah, don't be lazy. But a 15-year-old kid's going to go, yeah, he's right. I'm not going to be lazy ever again. I'm going to stop hanging out with Mark, Todd, Brian. and I'm going to stop smoking <laughs> weed. I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to be proactive and productive starting now. Mm. I don't think it happens that way. Mm. I think the best advice that I could give to them is... Um, Like, like, like surround yourself, like consciously say, like, who are the best people around me? Like literally the best people and just drill your mind to, to, to be conscientious of the fact that like, what do you want to do in life? And like, not like, not just what do you want to do? And like, when you grow up, like, what do you want to do now? Like, what's your sense of purpose now? You know, cause if you don't have a sense of purpose as a kid, 
it doesn't just pop up out of nowhere. You know, you're one day you're a kid in high school, and I'm sure you guys can all attest to this. One day you're in high school, one day you're in college, and then one day you're throwing your tassel up, going, "What the fuck do I do?" Mm-hmm. It it just sort of happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So think about what you want to do and start doing it now. You're never too young to do it. You know, you're never too young, particularly in this day and age, you know, when you got YouTube and you got you got young kids who are editors and video editors are good at this craft or good at this. Even in the professional world, you know, mm-hmm. like um, start interviewing people, send out, like start really have fun and, 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 and know that life is bigger than just the people around you, you know? Right. So really just spend time outside of your zone. Just get more in touch with the world and, and naturally you'll figure out your zone. Be conscientious of the fact that you got one life to live and and every day counts, you know? I wouldn't say don't be lazy per se because, okay, I'll hear that, but what do I do with it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're all lazy, you know? I'm sure the president's lazy. Well, I mean, yeah, like, especially at 15. I, mm-hmm. I, I was at my laziest at 15. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, have fun. And I feel like watch my brother is 13 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. every day I walk in his room and he's just sitting there zoning out playing video games and it makes me sad. Does it smell a little funny? No. He showers, you know, he gets up sometimes. <laughs> I, but meant, it's I, like, meant, I meant to, okay, anyways. Yeah, I know what you meant. No, uh, I hope dun, not. Dun, dun. <laughs> but I <sighs> have one here. My friend Jessica, hi Jess. What up Jess? She texts me and she said, I would tell myself that your first love isn't your last love. Oh yeah, definitely. I kind of wanted to get into that tonight too, so I'm glad that came up. Oh my God, love. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's people who really just... No matter how bad or her, her crazy their first love is, they just think that's it. And I think that's great advice to yeah. a young yeah. 15 self. That's a, that's something I never really thought about because, God, my goodness, the, the time I wasted and, like, the heartbreak I went through was just for nothing. So, yeah, that's a good one. What do you think about that? Do you think... Uh, Omar, what do you think? I don't think it's not. I don't think it's for nothing. Like, it's kind of, I think uh, nature is the perfect metaphor. For example, when you're working out, you know? Like, you know, sometimes you're doing a rap or a set and like, it's just fucking, ah, and it's like tearing the muscle and it's just hard. The difference is when you have a rest from that, you grow stronger. So I think that, you know, you could sit there and never work out your emotions, your emotional muscle, but at the same time, it always makes you stronger. You know what I mean? Right. So it's kind of, it's kind of necessary to be vulnerable because even if you didn't have a first love in high school, you're going to have it at some point Mm -hmm. and your emotions are emotions. You know, a a 15 year old can feel the same way madly in love infatuated as a 50 year old meeting, you know, somebody at that age. Mm -hmm. So I don't think the emotions change. I think the only thing that changes is your emotional muscle. And the only way to do it is to just, you know, put yourself through it, you know, be very conscientious and, you know, careful about how you do it, but understand that no matter what you do get stronger from it, you know, yeah, it's funny. Is that it's kind of ne- like a necessary evil? The, the older I get, the, the I I start to Here realize that the the feelings, like you said, the, mm-hmm. I'm just complimenting yeah. what you said, and you're <laughs> already so throwing defensive. me under a bus. Um, I'm just saying that the the feelings don't change, and it surprises me sometimes that I can still yeah. feel that heartbreak feeling that I just I thought I was over that stuff, you know, and God. I still feel that sometimes. Or the jealousy sometimes. stuff, right? Or jealousy too. Yeah, or the trust. Yeah. Or the trust. Damn, it sounds like we're all bitter here. <laughs> no. We're all Arab, I swear to God. Well, you know what's okay? It's funny. Okay, wow. You know, yeah, we'll try hey, not no. to be a downer. But the, on our test show, we all found out that we all wanted to kill ourselves at one point. Today, we're <laughs> yeah. just all bitter about our lives. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, that was a bad time. You really, hey, let's talk about that. Are you comfortable talking about that? Well, I mean, if you want to bring it up. Yeah, let's sure. do it. I'm sure all the listeners are like, And you know what? Yeah. I think the first time was about love, which was stupid. See, that's why I want to tell my young self not to be so crazy about it. Yeah, I think the one thing, though, although it's important to go through it, when you're 
you're young, you'll like, you'll give your emotions easy. So you'll like somebody and you'll give them everything just like that. You know, you're not guarded right. about it at all. <clears throat> That's dangerous. But I also, and this is like the Sigmund Freud part of me. I think honestly, you got to have a lot of love as a kid, like a lot of attention, a lot of, because if you don't get that at home or you don't get that from somewhere, you like seek it in the world. You know what I mean? I, I honestly feel like that, that, that if you have a loving, comfortable environment at home, and it's very like you know cushioned or you know what I mean, right? That it makes you much more less dependent on outside approval. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's well, my, that's my part thoughts. of that. We we hit on this last week was or mm-hmm. on Tuesday was mm-hmm. the avoidant uh, attachment that that uh, people have when they're infants and then when they're adults, mm-hmm. where um, they won't see their home life or their loves as providing for them so they'll seek it elsewhere very easily yeah and that's really not the way it should be and unfortunately that's the way it is for for a lot of people um yeah and well to go back to what you said about the whole it's fireworks they start real early around here it's june it's almost july you got to figure that out give me a break yeah (laughs) it's it's the ghetto what do you want shout out to uh luis ruiz luis you're the man and uh, yeah you're the man there's somebody else I'm going to respond to. I'm going to do it like, you know who you are. I'm going to do it to you like real quick. I'm going to slip it in there like subconsciously. So listen closely. Anyways, Chris, uh, what were you talking about? Oh, you're asking me why I want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, um, that important topic. No, it's just, it's just a love, really. That's all it was back then. And I think it was just too much emotion built onto one person. And mm-hmm. um, that's just dumb. I mean... The way I think about it now is like as an adult, I have so much crap going on as far as like maintaining a household and paying bills and making sure shit doesn't happen and you don't lose the home and things like that. Yeah, that, yeah. that all that little tiny petty relationship crap, I'm just so done with that. Yeah, you don't have time for it. Dude, I, I dude, okay, I have this theory. Check this out. So I've talked with my friends about this. We get philosophical. I feel like I feel like your mind is kind of like think of your mind like the mental space that your mind occupies thinking about things as like a pizza, right? And say there's like ten pieces of pizza. All right. If you don't have responsibilities taking up portions of that pizza, meaning a slice, two, three, four, five, six slices, you're gonna fill up that ten anyways. Whether you're a little thirteen year old kid or you're the president of the United States, you have a hundred percent memory space to fill up, no matter what. Right? Mm-hmm. No matter your importance to the rest of the world, no matter what. Because to you, you're the most important thing ever. That being said, if you don't have other things that are important to you, like a passion, a hobby, an interest, a job, whatever it is, something you do that really excites you, that naturally fills that up, you're going to give it up to a relationship, the mm-hmm. rest of the space. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you have nothing, you're going to let the most important thing dominate your mind. And if that's a relationship, if that falls apart, then you got 10 bad slices of pizza. Mm-hmm. But say you got a job, you got bills, you got a passion, you got a hobby. You have seven slices of things filled up. You only have three slices of a relationship. When things get bad, they get bad. But you still got these other things going for you. You know what I mean? You're right. not so devastated. You mm-hmm. get what I mean? It's a weird analogy, but it, no, it kind of works. It's, it's good, and it makes sense. And it's kind of an answer I should give people when they ask me, why aren't mm-hmm. you dating or wouldn't you be interested in this? And I'm like, no, I have a lot going on right now. I have too much pizza already. Yeah, I have too much pizza. That's pretty okay so far. It's not burned <laughs> yet, so it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I figure once the pizza is completely cooked and everything's happy and it's a really good pizza, then I can invite somebody over to have some pizza with me. Oh, how about that? Is that cool or what? I like the way <laughs> to that anybody that just like tuned in listening, they're just going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> no. Like talking about pizza. <laughs> Are they high over there? What's going on over there no we're not high but one person certainly is drunk i'll tell you that that's so not true (laughs) so not true he he, as he places it down i know so not true though so not true um yeah talk about skateboarding 
Well, bring t- up that shit. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the skateboarding, but we're going to take a quick break because I need After to get a couple break. of things. Cool. And then uh, back to talk about Omar's skateboarding because I always see you pic- with pictures of uh, skateboards and I need to talk a little bit about that. That's my life. I'm curious about that. It's my life. Yeah. Let's see if I can get this uh, going real quick. Hold on a second. Uh, why don't you give the phone number out again, please? Hey, Before folks. Getting text- folks, uh, the inbox is filling up even though we're like neglecting you. We love you and we'll get it to you, but it's 626-387-3773. Again, the number is 626-387-3773. Tune in. Enjoy the show. We'll be back after the break. Give us three minutes. Hey, give us about three minutes. We'll be back uh, with more of our Relationship Roundtable show here on Friday night's Christmas Terror Show. Back in a little bit. Love you. The traditional light bulb. A groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer-lasting Energy Star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All right, it's Chris Ventura Show on a Friday night. We're doing relationship talk right now. And um, I want to go back to a question that I saw earlier that we didn't get to. Um, it was about... Hey, no. uh, what was it? It was about love versus lust. And this kind of goes back to like childhood uh, loves, I guess. And mm-hmm. 
I mean, when you're a teenage guy, there's yeah. a lot of hormones flowing, you know? For sure, man. So a lot of it can kind of be based on lust or trying to find experimentation. Particularly when you're Arab, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Your thing is, is being Arab and mine is being old. I guess that's our stuff. I didn't think it was the case until I was surrounded by a lot and I figured they're very different. Because white, white dudes are very different. White dudes are like, oh, I have a girlfriend. I'm sorry. You know, like, I'm, I respect it. You know, Arab guys are like... Like, hey, if she asks, tell her I was at your house right now. <laughs> is that really how it is? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, wow, I didn't I mean, know that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gnarly, man. Oh. We're, um, pretty, we're pretty bad. <laughs> my dad's listening to this smirking, like joking with my mom, like, I told you. <laughs> <A little laughs> Just kidding. Elbow nudge there. I love you, mom. You're the best. <laughs> Um, well, what do you think about that? Do you think sometimes first loves are just based on lust, or is it uh, a love thing, a real emotional thing? And is it different for different sexes? Is it different for males or different for women? Dude, I think both coexist, man. I think both. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it's such an intellectual, cerebral thing, you know? I feel that maybe the first love for guys is mm-hmm. actually their first, their, their most emotional yeah. relationship, because I feel that most guys in their first relationship are just devastated. As opposed to later oh, on in yeah. life. Dude, I was, yeah. When for women, I think it just kind of is a steady constant, but a medium. Maybe not as, as intense as a guy, but I think guys get crazy their first love. Women, dude, women. And women are more neutral, which is fine. It's good. But guys, is whoosh, first one is crazy, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my heart broken, and that made me super cynical, too. Okay, the girl broke my heart. Her name is... <laughs> oh, no. And where does she live at? I don't know What's where your she, phone number? I don't know where she lives. I don't know her number. I don't care. I don't care now. I've seen her since then. Like I don't I don't give a <laughs> bad word, but her name is Gabby. And uh she was crappy and that's it. That's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was this? Oh my god, dude. I was like fourteen. Okay. So chances of her listening are nil. <laughs> There's no Facebook before back then. Um, uh, oh maybe. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what do you think about that? Do you think uh that the women and guys, guys are more intense to first love. And even though I said earlier that it's more based on lust, I think that guys are super emotional. Their first love, I think. I mm-hmm. agree with you on that. It's just kind of hard for me to comment because I've never been in love. Ooh. So I don't know. Mm, oh, wow. The first girl I've met to ever say that. Okay, okay. So what's the secret to not falling in love? Having a wall up and <laughs> trust issues. <laughs> And not wanting to let anybody in. Oh yeah, God. that happens. I know somebody listening to this who just totally smirked to that. But but doesn't that limit how good you can feel in a relationship or how like it limits the escalation or the... Yes. But you're okay with that? No. But it's just like a necessary thing <laughs> It's you. just, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to bring the wall down. You know, I try, but it's just always there. It's like, well, this isn't going to last anyway, so... What made you like that? I guess I've just... You know, my parents are in love. Are I've they, never are, seen. Quick question. Are any of your parents Arab? Both of them. I rest my case. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, they've been together for like 28 years and can't stand the sight of each other, oh. but don't have any plans of separating. That and it's sounds just, awfully familiar. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's like, how do you, mm. you, I don't know anything else, you know, when you're brought up in a situation like that. So you, what you're saying is you never saw the emotion from them, so you don't know how to give that type of emotion. Yes. Didn't you watch Titanic? Yes. I cried a little the first time. A little? Yeah. I bawled. I bawled. <laughs> Keep in mind when this came out, I was like four and a half. 
Chris was probably his probably twenty first birthday present to go see. No, 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 no. I cried at Toy Story three. I was by myself at the end. At the end, yeah. He cried fire. That was yeah. He cried. Let me clarify. He cried because he was by himself. Yes, I was. That's probably what the main reason was. What are you up to? Oh, just watching Toy Story by myself. Right. Hey now. But uh. Okay, cool. Do you cool, have cool, anything cool. to add? Samal, you? No. Right, let me ask you this. What was your first heartbreak, even though you've never been in love? First. Your arms are even folded right now. I can tell you got the wall up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> We're penetrating the wall tonight, folks. Like, let's not go there. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> the Arab the Arab in her is coming out. It's coming out strong. All right, first heartbreak. Biggest heartbreak. Uh, Ever been cheated on? Yes. Oh, shit. And Tell see, that just kind of pushed me into a downward spiral of cheating on everybody else I dated after that. So you cheated on them? Well, I was cheated on first, yeah. and then after that, I've cheated on everyone else. Oh, my God. I don't what even know what to say to this. Yeah, I mean... Security! <laughs> Secu- <laughs> get her out of here. Wait, wait, so you, let me get this right. Like, how many guys have you cheated on? Everyone that I've dated. How I many don't people know. have you dated? It's goddamn Tinder. <laughs> goddamn Tinder. Goddamn Tinder. If anybody doesn't know, Tinder is an application on the phone that you can download... To meet singles and, um, well, do what Marie does, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, so tell us the worst cheating story. Um, well, how old was I? I think I was 16 mm-hmm. and I was dating a guy that lived 45 minutes away. How old was he? If you don't mind He me was 86. 17. So he was a year older. Okay. Um, I didn't have a car at that time and mm-hmm. neither did he. And so mm-hmm. we didn't get to see each other very often. And the only times we saw each other was when he would stay at his friend's house for the weekend and, you know, we'd hang out. And then his best friend called me. We were together for probably six months. His best friend called me and told me that he had been cheating on me the entire time. We he was together. cheating on you the entire time? The entire time we were together. Like every time he would leave me and they would go meet up with other girls, mm-hmm. he was sleeping with other girls. Okay, so there. his friend tells you this. His best friend. That rat. Right? And then does the friend try hitting on you? Oh, of course. <laughs> and you do you go for the kill? No. Did he tell you because he wanted to get with you? I feel like that might have been it, but mm-hmm. to me that's just trash. I'm going to tell so. you flat out right now, honey, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I've seen the case way too happen. I, I've never done this. I've just heard it. <laughs> uh, all I'm right. Just, I'm, okay. just, I'm just saying. Let's see what we got. We got a call on the line. Let's see what you have to say. Hey, now. Hello, are you there? Hello. Okay. What's going on tonight? Hi, man. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that I really like this show. I just tuned in randomly tonight. It's pretty good. Pretty good. My man, thanks for tuning in, brother. Hey, now. Did you have a, a question or an opinion on what we're talking about tonight? Yeah. Um, really, I just called for, like, relationship advice. Yeah, I, I got your text. You said you needed advice. So what's going on? Yeah, shoot it to us. Uh, the love doctors in the house. Um, if you don't mind, I'm kind of nervous. I've never really told anyone this. But, uh, go ahead. Like, I have this girl I'm seeing. Yeah. And she's hot and everything. We've been seeing each other on and off, though. So, um, it seems like I get kind of attached to her. Um, uh-huh. sometimes, like, I do through, go through phases and then, uh, I stop it. Like, I, I push myself away because I feel like that neediness is kind of pulling her back from me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that, that happened then. Like those phases from when I'm pulled away from her, I, uh, I mean, I, I started seeing other girls, from, but well, she yeah, doesn't hey, know that. 
<laughs> of course not. Do you see other do you see other <laughs> girls because you're uh just trying to distract yourself away from the current relationship or you're trying to make the other one jealous? What are you what are you doing there? Yeah, like I don't know, like I don't know what I'm doing, you know, that's why I'm kinda of calling like I feel kind of lost. Well, let me ask you this, mate. First of all, thanks for calling from Britain. We appreciate that here in the studio. Um, I, I w- no, it's awesome, mate. Come on, man. Yeah, get the oh, ass. Oh, the sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Cheerio. Sorry. Um, well, let me ask you this. Do you think that you like her more than she likes you, or does she like you more than you like her? Be honest. I, um, I think I like her a bit more. A bit more. How many times have you guys gone out? Like what, like 10 times? Yeah, like make out, kissing. We haven't really done the deed yet, but... Uh-huh. Like, Is it a bad deed yeah. that you're referring to? Yeah, the worst one. <laughs> the worst one? The no, worst it's one. Something okay That's one. our kind of listeners, folks. That's the people we go for. Hey, now. Um, okay, so you're dating this girl. Well, let me tell you this. If she's gone out with you 10 times, she likes you yeah, to some really. degree. Yeah, you might just be overthinking the entire thing, and there's no need to pull back. Oh my God! One time I heard that. Okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it with you, dude. Because I had somebody that I went out with for like maybe about a dozen times, and then I would be like, I'd be like, okay, but you're not like, like you have no like emotion, like you know, like what like what's going on? You're down to hang out, but there's no like, you know what's going on? And they were just like, oh, don't worry about it. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Don't worry about it. So I, I get what you're coming from. Like, do, is she emotionally dry with you, or, or what's no, what, what's no, causing I, the doubt for you? Everything's there, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like I get so attached to her. I have to pull myself away. But then now I'm I'm kind of like disinterested because I mean I'm not getting fed and like and you know. Have you kissed her? No, I'm I'm a virgin with kissing. No, of course, mate. Fucking come on. <laughs> of course Jesus he did. Christ, yeah. I like this guy. He should come on to the show. I one know, day. right? <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you this, mate. Uh, down in Aussie, um, how many times have you guys kissed? Like we made out, bro. Like I've been in her pants, he's been in mine, whatever. So what's the problem, mate? Well, and, I'm thinking that maybe he's disinterested. It's, like emotion, it's so emotional. Like, the physical need is there, but, like, mm, okay. the emotional need, I feel like, is empty. Have you communicated that to her? In Not any really. degree? Like, in I'm any degree? calling you guys instead of her because we always get up, like, fighting and I break away or whatever. <laughs> so you, when you bring up any discussion topics, is it hard to talk to her? Or do they, does she end up in an argument about it? Are you able to yeah. express it? She, she ends up arguing like, with you, then. She, like, uh, kind of puts up a wall I feel like like mm-hmm. as if I I can't communicate it with her even if I want to yeah I don't know if that makes sense yeah no that makes absolute sense I was in a similar situation um, honestly the only way to do it is to approach her and just be straight up about it I mean you can play the waiting game but that'll just drive you nuts man well the problem though sometimes I find is that when you approach people who put up a wall your approach to try to get them to bring that wall down just makes it even worse like, but see, it just goes but up see, higher and it's unfortunate I don't really know how to how I would go about that yeah see you could strategically go about it or you could be genuine so what I mean by that is if you look, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you want it to escalate, it's going to escalate with you being comfortable about how you escalate it. You know, you can right. play the, you can play this strategic game of like, oh, okay, she has a wall, so how do I tiptoe around it? Or you can knock and say, hey, look, like I'm knocking. I know it's rude, but if you want this to continue, I have to know it's back there. You know what I mean? So it takes you being assertive and and being aware. You know, like Chris said, that that could turn her off and it could, you know, bring her closer. But at the end of the day, either one of those is much better than you living in limbo. Yeah, but really though, I think like. If I was exclusive with anyone, I feel like I'd be with her. Uh-oh. Um, 
why you know why is it how she looks or what i mean because it seems like the emotional thing isn't there so why 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 would you give her such a high role if the emotions aren't there because she's hot, mate. Yes, yeah. there is a physical part. You're definitely a man, I'll tell you that. Are you Arab by any chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> the all Arab My name is John. Come on. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, John. <laughs> by the way, John, you're pretty awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, now. Well, I, gosh, I really don't know what to say. Ray, Ray, your that. thoughts. Yeah, right? from a woman's perspective. Yeah, from a much more educated, refined woman's perspective. Well, I mean, if he's just trying to hit that, then just hit it. Oh that my God, <laughs> folks! That is advice from the woman on the show. That's how you know we are corrupt. That's what the woman is saying. Okay, let me give you a little bit of advice from my past. Is that like you know sometimes you know what you you here? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say the say word. It, don't say it. I'm going to say it. Sometimes you beat around the bush and you don't get to the point. And then later on, oh. you'll find out that the girl you're interested in was like, why didn't they make a move? Why didn't they just go for it? You know? And it's like I have to hear this later on. And like after everything has gone on. Like, wow, why didn't I make a move? So, yeah. so shit or get off the pot? Yeah, there you go. Exactly. God damn it. Shit, you said shit or get off the pot? Yes. Yeah, that's a saying. You are awesome, man. <laughs> you watched like a lot of John Wayne movies when you were a kid, huh? <laughs> no. Hey, Dad, Dad, what's the best advice for a relationship? Take a shit or you get <laughs> off the pot. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> no, yeah, I honestly think that you need to, to, to make a move there. And uh, you know what? And it, you know what? I just honestly, maybe like if you can't get past that wall, then I don't know. Maybe this isn't the one for you. I'm sorry to say it. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Well, no. Okay. I'll, uh, maybe I'll try to like communicate with her a bit more directly. Um, if not, like, what do you guys suggest? Like, if she doesn't doesn't want to communicate what do you guys suggest doing then look I mean, you my, can't force somebody to communicate yeah yeah with you, you exactly know? look my best advice honestly man and and i've been through it and i know people have been through it you can sit there and deliberate or you can be just kind of who you are man just be comfortable be confident who you are you'll never be happy unless you're being yourself man so i think you you got to really just communicate it to her and be honest and be genuine and say hey look this is where it, and i wouldn't even play games man even if i know game, girls like games and like hard to get and all that but maybe initially you know like unfortunately that's sometimes how it goes but if you want to escalate or take it to something further it has to happen through a genuine route so i would approach her genuinely and just be like yo look here's the case and you might be nervous right your heart might be beating fast you might oh my god i'm gonna call her and hang up you're gonna go through that but just know that everybody goes through that to some degree or another. So just fight through it and be honest. And if they appreciate you, they'll appreciate that. And if they don't, then that's not somebody you want to be with. Very good. I like that. Very good. Hey, now. I sound like a married guy, don't I? Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for calling. And hopefully it all works out for you. Thank you, guys. Thank right. you. I love you, guys. Cheerio, mate. All right. Take care. Australia, we love you. <laughs> Journey. <laughs> Uh, I got look a woman's perspective. A woman wrote in. She said, uh, "A woman's perspective communicated to her, what's emotionally dry to you. It may not be the same to her." Oh, okay, that makes sense. So communicate why you feel she's emotionally dry because maybe she doesn't feel like she is, but you feel like she is. I don't know if that's really ever happened to me, but I could definitely see that happening. Um, and then she said, "If you talk about it, and she and and she hears it." Hold on. If you talk about it, hold on. Give me one second. That's okay. Sometimes I have to reread these things too. Yeah, people, you need to write more articulately. <laughs> if you talk about it, the emotional change, it can happen, but it has to come from her and if it's her decision. Then that shows how much she cares about you and her. Oh, okay. So basically just communicate it genuinely. Let mm -hmm. her know exactly what it is you want. And if she reciprocates that, then she's down for the ride. And if she doesn't, then that's information about her, you know? 
Oh, all right, that makes sense. That's good. Yeah. It look. <laughs> Communication you, is key, and it's so yes, hard sometimes. Yes, it's so hard. Yes. Shout Can out to get that on a cart and replay that over and over. Shout out to Stephanie, Jolie, Joseph, Nabil, Bobby, Guillermo, and my cousin Araceli. And shout out to Mo and Vanessa if you're listening. What up, Vanessa? What up, Araceli? That wasn't a bad call. I just kind of hope that uh, it works out for that guy. Yeah, I hope he's okay. I hope he's not on a bridge somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm calling from a bridge. <laughs> what can you guys do for me? I'm in know. midair at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a skydive with no parachute. Hey now. <laughs> we have another call. Let's. Um, yeah, I, I got to line these calls up, um, folks. I'll tell you what. If I get, look, what's the like count on the on your thing? Uh, we're at 96. Right, I'll tell you what, folks. If we pass 101 likes on the Chris Ventura show, you can find the link on the page. Um, if we pass 100, I'll do a prank call. <laughs> we'll prank call a pizza place. Oh God! Hey, yeah, now. right. Yeah, from my house, so they can trace yeah. the call with an Australian accent. <laughs> we'll have him do it. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> I like I like uh, too large to Brisbane, please. <laughs> Shipping is how much? <laughs> All right, we're gonna let's see. It's uh no ten forty six. That's good. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Um, get our next calls lined up. I know we have a couple more that I got to get on the line, so we'll do that during the break. Again, if you want us to call you or have any questions, call uh, text us at 626-387-3773 or join us on Facebook.com slash The Chris Ventura Show. We'll be back in, uh, I don't know, like a couple minutes, all right? So stick with us. Hey, now. We love you. We love you. We really Mwah. Do. Yeah. There you go. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When I grow up, 
I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm fleece on a cold I want to day. Be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. All right, it's Chris Turtle Show on a Friday night. Apparently, we don't care about our bad reputation. We're here doing a radio show about relationships where you probably shouldn't talk so much about uh, important, deep stuff that I probably uh, will ruin my whole life with. But anyways, we're here, and we're gonna about to start hour number three at 11 o'clock. We thank you for calling in so far. We had a good call last uh, segment, which was about young love, and hopefully that all works out for them. And Omar, we're back, and I was going to ask you, and I forgot to ask you about it, which yeah, was... Tell me about your skateboarding career, huh? How about that? Oh, man, it's pretty awesome, dude. Um, oh, first of all, shout out to Jackie Fushidosakazalitla. You got a funky name, but <laughs> she changed her Facebook name. But what up, what up, Jackie? Um, yeah, so skateboarding. I started skateboarding when I was like like 11. Like 11 turning 12. Really? Like a... Mm-hmm. Wow, do you have any home video of this? We'd yes. love this. Really? Okay. Yes, I actually have a video of me eating schnauzers, like, eat crap a lot. Oh, it sucks. I sucked for a long time, dude. I, like, it took me, like, two years to kickflip. Ask my mom, dude. I would, like, sit outside the window and I'd be like, okay, one more time. I'd, like, hours and hours and hours and hours. And I would try to, like, I'd be like, okay, if 10,000 hours to be a master, let me calculate this. And I would, like, plan it out in my workbook and I would just, um, I would just, like, try to fucking, you know, I don't know. I would just try to, like, master it. And then just kept skating. And then for a few years in high school, I got into some, like, dumb stuff, you know? Like, I'll be honest. Like, I smoked and drank a little bit and partied. And in uh, high school? In high school, uh-huh. yeah. And just, you know, the whole girls thing. You know, yeah. in retrospect, retarded, but, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, like, everybody says, like, it made me who I am now. <laughs> I'll, I'll use that cliche line. Yeah, unfortunately, it made me who I am now, too. I mean, <laughs> let me yeah. tell you, all my, my high school years were so, so yeah. lame. I yeah. mean, compared to what everybody else had a good time in high school, apparently. It was almost like living in like the world of Saved by the Bell. Nothing crazy happened at high who school. Who were you? If you were a character in oh, Saved by the here Bell. here we go. No, don't you dare say I was Screech. I'll fucking <laughs> kill you. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Thank God we have a break in eight minutes. I'll take you outside and break your face. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I don't think I was Screech. I think well, I think nowadays I'm more like Zach Morris. Oh, my I'm God. I'm sorry. No, I really oh think I am. Trust it, mu- me. it must be your luscious blonde hair. Oh, you know what? And I did have luscious blonde hair when I was in high school. Did, did you really? Do- well, I went to the 90s in did high school. Did you have frosted tips or was the whole thing? No, uh, the whole thing. And frosted then you- tips. No, my friend did that. Oh, but the other embarrassing thing that we did was the colored uh, colored lens uh, sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had blue. My yeah. friend had yellow and <laughs> they had pink. I mean, really? Seriously, we had that. I can't believe we did that. It's really dumb. Shout out to Stephanie Catone. What up, what up, player? <laughs> Dude, she, dude, she like, she's like a productivity mastermind, dude. Is she studying, listening to the show, and she writing probably, a paper right now? Knowing her, dude, she's probably doing that while working on her master's thesis. Wow. She's going to chat, man. Very proud of her. She's, wow. Well, don't listen to this show. It's gonna dumb you down. Yeah, it probably will. She's a, she's an awesome friend though, dude. She's oh, pretty cool. That's great. And uh, she's quite the master at squats. Mm. But anyways, um, so. I'm sorry. I was talking. Well, yeah, I was yeah, just talking yeah. about my high school. I interrupted you because you're talking about your. Uh, 
adventures in skateboarding, and okay. I will admit I don't know how to skateboard, and it's really embarrassing. But yeah, I don't. You gotta suck, dude. I heard a sick one for anybody who's motivated out there. A professional is a beginner who never gave up. Straight up. Um, then I'm, yeah, I'm a professional <laughs> by, def- by definition a, of yours. I'm a professional give upper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so I skated for like, like a service game when I was like 12. I saw my homie Nick Gonzalez do a kickflip after school one day, mm-hmm. and like I just remember that like he was somebody had a board like we were all hanging out on the tennis courts at South Point. Whoop whoop South Point. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, my homie did it. He was like, let me see that board. And so they gave it to him, and then he rolled around and did a kickflip. And the second he landed that kickflip, my mind just exploded. I, like, just couldn't understand how that was possible for a human to, like, ride, flip, land, and keep going. It just, I just, that moment I was hooked, and I, like, begged my mom for a board. And then my grandma ended up getting me one for my birthday, and, like, here I am 10 years later. I mm-hmm. still love it. Don't love get it. me wrong. I mean, I like watching that stuff. I just know I can't mm-hmm. do it. I just can't do it. But back uh, back then, they had skate parks all over the place. I remember yeah. even at the mall, they had, like, an indoor crazy this thing. It was amazing. Oh, Pyro Skate Shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right yeah. There, yeah. I was probably five. You were probably, like, 40. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, I remember that. I was headed for my retirement dinner. At that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom's actually retiring soon. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a weird feeling, retiring. You know what I mean? You're, tired, you're just like, I'm done? Yeah, what do you do? Read books? I'd love to do that. Just relax <laughs> all day. I want to retire. I'm only yeah. 33. Can I retire now? You I'm know, they done. say, that, I've heard that the, that the mortality rate, like 55% of people who retire, uh, like, how do I say die in a nice way? Pass over? Uh, pass away. Okay. I always use that. Uh, statistically, 55% of people who retire within a year of retirement pass away. Really? So you think that that the, the, the job was keeping them alive? the sense of purpose the sense of yeah yeah like enthusiasm like i think you can kind of die of boredom essentially not literally but like i think you can just be so unfulfilled that you're not your your endorphins everything is so unstimulated that it deteriorates your health little by little you know i'm sure there's a correlation there well yeah i mean i can see that i feel Mm -hmm. like during like uh school breaks or whatever or like when i had downtime i always felt very anxious to get something going on so i always had to have something if i didn't have anything going on i felt useless and depressed which so i always have to keep busy but -hmm. i wasn't trying to keep my mind from other stuff it was just you know keeping busy yeah yeah (laughs) um i feel you yeah, I was gonna say so. Oh, you interviewed people who uh, skateboard, or somebody who's very inspirational to you. And yeah. well, uh, I, I want to yeah. hear about that. I don't. I don't know the name, and I feel bad for not knowing. His name's name. Jeremy Rogers. I fortunately interned with um, Mr. Rob Deerdick. That's right, you did. Uh, Surprised you haven't mentioned that yet. That's pretty big. That's pretty cool. That was, dude. I tripped out like, but at the time, you have to understand. Like, I was so obsessed. Like. And I like I'd even tell my mom like no you don't understand like skateboarding like you don't understand like I'm gonna do something with it you know, and I just loved it so much dude and I just I would hit up all these different companies and I was just so persistent like I remember not even caring if they were, didn't like it or whatever mm-hmm. I was just persistent and then I was like very meditating law of attraction I was really in a zen zone mm-hmm. and just sent out resumes and I ended up I didn't even directly respond uh, hit up the Fantasy Factory mm-hmm. they hit me up oh well, watch out look dude I know I tripped out like I. <laughs> I applied for flip skateboards. I didn't get the job, but I hit it off so well with the dude. And I was like, you know, thank you for your time. I understand I didn't get it. You know, thanks for showing me the thing. Like, I want the best dudes backing skateboarding. And if that's not me and your belief, let me know what I can do, you know. And he literally wrote an email back saying, like, wow, you responded to that email so, like, peacefully. Like, I know people who get, like, jobs that don't even respond that graciously. 
And so I guess he just took a liking to my Zen Zone, and then he put in a word for Rob, and then Rob personally emailed me, and they gave me a tour a week later and said, "Do you want to, you know, do you want to be a part of the program?" So I did that for a year and a whole year. Tra- traveled all over the country, got oh, a nice. bunch of free stuff. I was gonna ask you where did you? And shoes yeah, and if, you, if you traveled, that's good. Yeah, so you got to see a lot of the country. Yeah, dude, a lot of it. It was like um, I went to like Portland and. Now, there's a lot of places. Was that an eye-opening experience? Not just so much the fact that you were doing that with him, but the fact yeah. that you were seeing different parts of the country, like a culture shock, maybe seeing more of, of, of America. Like, I didn't expect it to be like this at it, certain dude, points. It opens your mind. Traveling opens your mind in a way that is very difficult to even articulate. By the way, don't go to Michigan. Don't. I've been, I've been there. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, traveling opens your mind to the world in a way that's very difficult to articulate um, because it just makes you so... I don't know. It's it's like uh, it's kind of like the best analogy I can think of is you know in a video game how like you play a level over and over and over and then there's new levels and mm-hmm. then so the new levels open your mind to different capacities within those levels. Right. You just meet so many people, see different things, food, travels. You you find out what people are excited about in those states or whatever, and you know. And at the same time, they were paying us like they paid us a lot of money and like said like. That gave us big per diems, and all the expenses were paid. Five star hotels. Oh, that's a great way to explore flights. The everything paid for for skateboarding. Yeah, that's dude. Nice. Keep in mind, like, there's even times where like Rob, Rob will be talking to me, and I'm just like, what? Like, like, dude, I'm just like a kid. Like, why, why are you talking to me? You know, <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, dude, I took full advantage of the fantasy factory, man. I jumped in the foam pit, took my parents there. Nice. Took, nice. took, yeah, I took a good amount of people there, even though there's like a whole list of people who are pissed I didn't take them. <laughs> well, you can only take so many. I saw your pictures from when you went. That was nice, though. Yeah, dude, it was a blast. The most inspiring thing was we went to Oregon, went to Nike headquarters, like the campus. Uh-huh. And, um, hold on a sec. Someone's calling That's me. That's okay. Uh, sorry about that. We should talk about why I don't like Michigan, I suppose. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, yeah, let me just finish this. Okay. Nike is so inspiring, dude. Like, I toured the campus, and just the people and the psychologies, and check this out, and Nike headquarters, if you guys ever randomly go, first of all, nobody can get in, like, you have to know somebody. Mm-hmm. I guess Rob is somebody that qualifies. And, uh. Every pillar at Nike, literally every pillar on the whole campus has an inspirational quote. Like every pillar. So it's, I mean, it's such an inspiring place, man. And yeah, it was such a blessing, dude. That's nice. Thank you, skateboarding. God bless. Exactly. We'll see where skateboarding can take you guys. So if you're out there in a skateboarder, just do it, you know? Keep doing oh, it, baby. that's Nike right there. Nike, baby. Speaking just of do Nike, it. Yeah, I might be going to that Monsanto protest tomorrow. We're going to take a quick break mm-hmm. and we'll be back in. Uh, a couple minutes. Stick with us, Chris Tour Show. Our last segment is coming up. So if you have your questions, get them in right now, okay? It's 11 o'clock hour coming up next. Stephanie, you'll get the job. Don't worry.
This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, 
you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water, it looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest, the real forest, where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All right, it's our last uh, hour here. Thanks for sticking with us. It's the Chris Matura Show here on Ustream tonight. Um, this will be archived, so if you missed anything, it'll start over exactly at midnight, so you can go back and listen to all of the painful moments of tonight's show one more time. Uh, the number to call or text is 626-387-3773. We've been getting a lot of responses so far, and we have a couple of calls lined up for the last half of 11 o'clock. Um, uh, we're talking a lot about... Um, no, there he is. All right. Now, oh, that's a lot better. Thank you. Oh, wow. That feels really good. It's refreshing. You just turned a fan on in here. Yeah. It just gets really hot in here with all this equipment on, plus uh, a very small window where no air seems to come in. It just kind of sits right by the window. So if you're right by the window, you actually enjoy your life. But if you don't sit by the window, mm-hmm. you don't enjoy your life. So here we are. Again. Nobody gives a shit about the goddamn window. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, re- he's just setting the scene. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Never mind. I'm not going to talk. I love you. I love I'll you, leave dude. it up to you. Dude, to my humor is just harsh. I love you. I really do love you. Okay. I just, I, 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 think, I think the problem is that uh, we're a, a little bit of a, a downer because uh, I guess we're expecting more reaction tonight, tonight's show, but it's our first official Friday show. And uh, a lot of people are out, but that's okay. And a lot of people are listening, though, which yeah. is really good. Dude, we, all we care is about that one person listening. If you're, if you're having a good time and you're listening, fuck yeah. Let me tell you something. Now, as an entertainer and as far as what Catherine said, and Catherine, I really appreciate you saying this. is we the fact you, Catherine. That, is that if you can make a difference in one person's life tonight or in the show or your podcast or whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. that's worth so much. You know, sometimes there's people out there who are super alone. They're sitting at home. They don't feel like they got a friend in the world, and you're that one voice that speaks to them. And that's why I love talk radio. That's I, think I'm, I think I'm that one friend at home with no friends. <laughs> I don't think so. That's okay, Murray. What are your thoughts on the matter? Okay, how did how did we how did how did we fucking meet? Like for real, how did we meet? We met like Barry Haynes. I mean, that's what brought us together. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. 
we were in a Photoshop class together, and the author of the book that we were using uh-huh. was named Barry Haynes. Okay. And we ran into each other in what? The Bronco Student Center at Cal Poly. And, you know, we looked at each other and said, Barry Haynes. No. No names exchanged. We were both Barry Haynes to each other. <laughs> and yeah, that was it. That was it. That's how you met. I've known her for like a year and a half. Oh, I well. found out her Marie was her name was Marie like three weeks ago. <laughs> Are you serious? We, Is we, he serious? We used to we used to call <laughs> each other Barry Haynes because we had a professor who'd be like, according wow. to the book, Barry Haynes. Well, you know, yeah, according to Barry Haynes. Yeah, as if Barry Haynes is God somehow. You know, suddenly I feel so much more relaxed because uh, like you barely uh, know each other, I barely know you, and wow, and now I'm just like, wow, okay. Um, now We're there's four microphones in our in our face. What <laughs> right. the hell is going on here, <laughs> right. folks? And everything's on record too. Wow, that went that went real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably took that same um, Photoshop class, Turner. Yeah. No. No. Oh, really. Um, the but uh, Albert guy. Einstein. But oh, the guy, too, what's funny. his name? I've never seen him teach a class. He's in the pho- photography he's, room. He's right? actually a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> what that, is his name? What's his name? Barry Haynes. I don't Oh gosh, I've only seen him like twice. Like he's a, like a phantom of the building one. I thought I had yeah. no idea. I guess. Hey, how many of you guys out there actually like school? I want to hear your responses. <laughs> the educational institution. Let's talk shit about it. Well, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people I know who hate school, mm-hmm. and I think the ones who aren't in school yeah. are the ones who hate it the most. Mm-hmm. Like if they don't understand it, or they, I think they're hating on students who actually go to school because they don't themselves. Yeah, like like envy a little bit, like subconscious. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have my own criticisms, too, about certain thing, aspects of school. The only school I like, honestly, is Chapman. And Cal Poly Pomona? Hell <laughs> <laughs> Guess no. not. Well, I like Cal Poly. I've had a great time. I've met a lot of great people, yeah. got involved, and had a lot of fun. What's their motto? Learn by doing. You know what I call it? What? Learn by crying. <laughs> Now you're turning into me in the in the third hour. <laughs> you're getting really sad and depressed. No. I'm sorry. I mean to rub off on you. I'm no. sorry. Oh, I hope you don't rub off on me. <laughs> don't um, worry. Okay. Was that a no pun that was intended? A, no that pun was intended. <laughs> head slap. Hey, you know what? I tell you what. Every time there's a head slap, please, at your, if you're at home, take a shot. It's yeah. Not, yeah, please. It'll I'm make just, this show a lot better. I'm just looking for the Kleenex. <laughs> God. Hey, now. That's gross. Okay, okay. So let's profile all right, let's talk about weird shit, like dope-ass stories. Like, Chris, you got anything funky? Anything funky? Well. What's the scariest shit you've ever been through? Like, the most adrenaline-pumping moment of your life? And it's going to be, okay, it, I already know exactly what it is. It's, it's really super ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. really dumb. <laughs> Here we go. It's writing X at uh, Six Flags. It was my most <laughs> <laughs> wow. scary moment. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, yeah, you know, I was, I, um... I told my friend that was right next to me that I hated him. Like I hated him so much, I wanted to kill him. That was probably my scariest moment. And also, like I hate like like on the thing, like just screaming at him. Just screaming at him. I can't. St- I can't stand you. I hate you. Will you mf'er? You know, on and on and on, all the way up. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. That and the uh, that right at Disneyland with the elevator. Mm-hmm. That oh. I almost tore my friend's hand off on that one. Tower yeah. of Terror. Yeah, I did not know what to expect. Chris, what's your best advice to your twenty-one-year-old self? My 21-year-old self. Yeah. Mm, drink earlier. <laughs> I didn't start drinking until I was 21. Are like, you serious? Like in the yeah. day? Like earlier in the day? 
No, just uh, I, honestly, <laughs> I just wow, that's really lame of me. But yeah, honestly, I didn't start drinking until I was twenty-one. See, I don't think that's good advice because <laughs> I drank before I was twenty-one, and then you actually followed the law. By the time I was twenty-one, I didn't want to drink anymore, and I was bored out of my mind. I no. see. Okay. Wait, you started drinking at twenty-one years old. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. And I made up for all those years, apparently, if you ask my friends. But that's so weird, because the government expects us to, like, hey, you want to drink? No, I'm sorry, I'm not 21 yet. Mm-hmm. You're right? But you actually waited, and then when you're 21, like, hi, I'd like okay, a beer. Okay, like, well, this goes back to my uh, what I explanation of high school years, which was, like, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I remember... Zach Morris, I remember that. No, 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 but uh, shut up. I remember <laughs> yeah. that at a Super Bowl, all okay. right, I had some friends over, and some of them were jocks, and it was so stupid. They were so dumb. Yeah. Somebody brought a beer, a uh, beer one beer and they were showing it around like who's gonna open the beer who's gonna open the beer like i don't want to open the beer i don't want to be anywhere near that beer you uh-huh. know it's like uh-huh. that's lame so that's what i grew up on so you know why do you think i wouldn't wait until you're 21 well, i'm waiting for negotiations about snacks here hold on <laughs> well, what is this hold on what these are think? sour patch watermelon oh i love these things what up what up oh that's oh, the last one well, what up, Ibrahim? But that's why I waited until I was 21, because I, I grew up in like kind of a lame environment, I think. Mm-hmm. But I made up for it. Now I can't talk, so I'm going to just eat this candy here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all stuck on it. <laughs> um, Lip smacking. We're on a chew fest now. <laughs> wow, this is great. <laughs> everybody chewing. Chris, can we take like a 60-second break real quick? Um, yeah, sure. Hold on. Um, yeah, we'll take a 60-second break real quick. Um, yeah, let me see what we got here. All right, we'll be back.
That's what I'm talking about. All right. It's the last 40 minutes. You know, I've never done a show this long before, but it's going all right. Glad you're joining us uh, again. The number is 626-387-3773. Thanks for listening to us on a Friday night. We're here to entertain you. All right. So here we're back. And uh, all right. I'll get hey back now. everybody. Oh, so we got Omar lounging over there. That's nice. Is that comfortable over there? I, I hate that. Yeah, I moved, I moved around. Can you hear me clearly? I can hear you really clearly. Did you were your earphones a little muffly when you were listening? Um, Mine were uh, lower. Yeah, are they? You want me to turn yours up? I yeah, know, a, please yeah. a little bit. Hello, how's that? Hello, nope, Why still. So hello, hello. Weird. Can yeah. you hear me clearly? I can yeah. hear you great. Oh, okay, fine, whatever. I'll just assume I'm fantastic on the audio. <laughs> All right, so. All right, shoot it. All right, so childhood fears. I mean, honestly. Um, I, I'm thinking about this right now because it's just something that used to freak me out. Okay. And I'm looking outside my window. And the okay. thing that scares me is the fact that I can't see what's going on outside. And I'm always leery of somebody looking in on me. And that's what I, I'm afraid of. I, I've, I've always been afraid of the dark. What is that? You're, is, is nothing, you hear nothing in your headphones. It's a very odd thing. Let me go. Let's go find out what's going on with his headphones, shall we? Let's go, let's go experiment and see what's going on. All right. I'm going to walk over here out exactly what's going on with his headphones what is going on here hmm interesting how's this do you hear anything nothing shaking the head shaking every cable i got here a little bit yeah yeah yeah. is that better yeah a little better that's really strange okay how's that any better it's like we're doing a like an eye test right now is it better he this way number one or number two? Oh, not that way <laughs> oh my god it's causing a disaster here i'm sorry it's actually terrible the audio was your audio like this the whole time yeah. why don't you put on the other one yeah, that is so weird. Go check on the other ones. Okay. Are these better? Is this plugged in? Might be able to hear it. It's third act problems. That's what's going on right now. Are we live right now? Yeah, we're live right now. Everybody can hear this? Everybody can hear this. It's fine. That's okay. I'm just curious as to what's going on over there with those headphones. Yeah, I can't hear hear too clearly, brother. Oh, that's really weird. Try those on. That is... (laughs) There you go. Let's see if the $40 headphones sound better than $100 headphones. Let's find this out. Can you hear anything? They don't pay me enough for this. (laughs) Anything at all. We're good. We're We're clear. That's really weird. Okay, thank you. All right, now we're back. All right, cool. All right. Thank you, folks, for putting up with the headphone issue. But we found out the problem, so now we'll never use those again like that. That's really weird. Was it not connected? Okay, all right, then. That's probably what it was. All right, here we go. Now we're back. All right. Oh, the music just stopped like that. Okay, there we go. All right, anyways. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Third act problems, that's okay. All right, Omar. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, that's distracting. People texting. All let's, right. Let's, let's try to call Marlo. Are you, oh, yeah, are you serious? Yeah, let's try to call Marlo. Uh, can you text to make sure she's still up? I know she wanted to call on this today's show. Just text her first, and we'll find call out, Marla. and we'll call her. No, let's just call her. Just call her? And we'll go for the gold. All right. Here, do you have her number? Call I her. don't have it memorized. That's weird. She's my have, friend's mom. Do you have her phone number? Get her on this phone. Okay. And I'll patch her through once you have okay. her on the line. Give me the phone. Well, this is exciting. We're going to wake somebody your up. Deepest, what's your deepest, darkest secret? 
Why would I tell you that? <laughs> I know, right? You're not telling. You're not telling me. You're telling the fourteen thousand people listening. I don't I care. I'm doing that. it for them. I I can't do that. What's the weirdest thing you've ever done that you're willing to share live on the radio? Weirdest thing. Weirdest, weirdest thing. thing. Can I tell you my most embarrassing moment? Yes. Okay. Keep it legal. Keep it legal. Yeah, please. Well, we don't yeah. want to get off the air just yet. Okay. <laughs> so, I was at school. Okay. And made I made love in the bathroom. Uh, no, <laughs> I went into the bathroom to use the bathroom, and I had leggings and a dress on. I'm pretty sure I've told you this story before. No, but it sounds interesting. And I put down a toilet seat cover, and I went potty and i stood up mm-hmm. and i pulled my leggings up and pulled my dress down uh-huh. well as i was walking i kept hearing a crinkling noise and i'm like what is that and a i was crinkling? like what yeah like a bag of chips crinkling yeah and i'm like what is that sound uh-huh. and i couldn't figure it out and every uh-huh. time i would stop walking it would stop yeah so then finally i like patted on my butt yeah. and i realized uh-huh. that i pulled the toilet oh, no. seat cover up with my <laughs> leggings yeah and it was hanging out from oh, under dear. the bottom of my dress. So I'm sitting there, like, digging up my dress, pulling the toilet seat cover yeah. and that's out of the, my pants. And that's the day she decided to change majors. <laughs> yeah, and I was... That's the day she got Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, nobody is, even told me. Yeah. There were girls in the bathroom letting me walk out of the bathroom like that? Yeah, yeah. Now that is wrong. Girls are cruel. I like yeah, the way you say that. Say that again. Sna- now that, now is, that wrong. is wrong. Now that is wrong. Unfortunately, I think they were probably like Snapchatting that too. <laughs> no, I think that was before Snapchat. Oh, okay, thank God. Yes. Yeah, that was before. Yes. Dig. Damn. I know. So I Snapchat get... is something completely new to you guys, huh? That's like a. F- yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I got into it a little bit late, but I know friends who are into it. Um, All right, serious question. Oh, here we go. God, please. Hey now. Oh God, what do you got for me? Did you ever have a pager, Chris? No, I did not actually. Uh-huh. Uh, but we had these. You totally w- look like Bill Clinton, by the way. Um. Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> no, no, actually, I did not. I did not. I did, not. I did not have sexual relations with that pager. <laughs> did I really look like that right now? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, it might just be the beer. Oh, the beer, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. This is a really good beer. And thank you, by the way, yeah. guys, for bringing me beer. I really appreciate that. You know, that's very hospitable of you. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Oh, this isn't beer. It's apple juice. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I don't drink know, during the show. Well, I'm very hospitable to my guests on the show here, even though I'm the guest here. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just know, have, right? I just have Muslims listening. I love you guys, but hey, you know, it's... Like, you want to come here and uh, host... You want to co-host a show with me? Bring me beer. That's fine. Yeah, that's leverage. <laughs> Imagine nobody's even listening. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll do a show with you. Yes. Just bring me a beer and <laughs> oh, am I uh, supposed don't look to hit, at the screen. Am I supposed to broadcast this? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I forgot to hit yes. That's right. All right, ask away. Ask me shit, whatever. I'll give you the next five minutes. Ask me whatever the hell you want. I'll be completely honest. You know what's funny? That's the only kind of... T- the only time I ever offer anybody that is yeah. when I'm drunk. I yeah. say, you got five minutes. You ask me whatever you want. Right, I'm this not drunk. guy is stone sober, and he stone wants us to ask sober, him baby. anything. I've been sober. Except, uh-oh, there was a little pickle there, and a certain individual listening in right now knows about that pickle. But So nothing pickle-related. Well, it was... Anyways. What is this? <laughs> All right, let's go I five like minutes. I need to ask, but this Mom and Dad, it. turn off the radio now. <laughs> now. Right now. Okay, give them a chance. I think they've, they're 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 gone now. No, they turned up the audio. <laughs> right, they get all <laughs> close to it. Show. What is he gonna say? Oh shit! All right, what's the question I want to ask you? Shit. Okay. Well, okay. Well, let's start Shoot soft. From the hip, Throw whatever. Soft, a softball first of all. Okay. Because you brought up earlier, uh, to know what you want to be when you grow up. Yeah. Do you even know what you want to be right now when you grow up? As uh, yeah. as of this moment, what do you want to do? Oh, what I do love you this. Want to do? People ask me this. They're like, "Oh, you're so motivated. You have all these quotes. You fill your mind with all this shit. What do you want to do with it?" 
I want to progress every day because I could sit and I could say I want to be this or I want to be this, but I don't want to be limited to it, man. I just want to grow in every area that I can. That's why on paper, on a resume, academically, with my experiences, my internship, job experience, like that's solid. I'm pursuing acting. That's solid. Uh, I have a webisode audition next week for a pilot show. Nice. Thursday, Friday, table read. Um, this radio show shit is pretty cool. I'm working on Building Journey, which is a mentorship program for kids. Um, you know, I'm working out five days a week. I'm working on a meal plan. I'm a little struggling with that right now, but that's going. Skating is going. So I kind of have all these little like things going for me. And at, the, and at the same time, I tutor. I don't know. It's weird. I do a lot of things, and I... I just grow them and see where they go, but doors have been opening up, and you know it's a blessing. It's cool. Okay, so you just want to do a lot of different things, basically. I just want to just, like, want to just do things, do things that I'm f- passionate about. You know what passionate, I mean? Like fulfilling think, to yourself and to others. Yeah, I think it's I think it's totally cool to like to have the freedom to to do this and do that and dabble here and dabble there. You know, and at the same time, the, you know they're nice. Like skateboarding and working out are like the physical aspect of it. You know, acting is like the only place I can go to be insane and be like considered cool because I'm insane. You know, because the normal world is like, oh, you're a weirdo. But when I'm acting, it's like, oh, that was awesome. Um, do you ever feel like an outcast, like a weirdo? One hundred percent. You do. One hundred percent. I know. I never thought about that. One hundred percent. You because yeah. I always felt that you were like this guy who just kind of just does his thing and just gets along with everybody. I never perceived you as somebody that it's was weird, an outcast. It's weird, dude. It's weird. I. I get along with people. I'm very good. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. By the way, I can hear the train on the mics. So if you guys want to know where I live, I live near a train, okay? So just come and kill me now. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm very good at connecting with people who are willing to. I mean, because I'll... Like, Murray, like, I'm, like, what's... Like, how did I meet you? Like, what was your impression when you first met me? At the Bronco Student Center. Yeah. What was my impression? Yeah. This oh. guy seems cool. And there you have it, folks. <laughs> I'm cool as hell. No, um, we have an Amber Alert. That's what yeah. it is. Wow, like, that's is oh, that? shit. That's weird. No, but uh, yeah, I have a flip phone, today, so I didn't yeah. get an Amber Alert. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm very good at meeting people initially because I'm not afraid to ask questions. You know, like I want to know what's in your soul, what's in your mind. Like I don't do that cookie cutter. Like, hey, how's your day? Good, good. That's good. Oh, okay, good. Have a good day. Bye. I don't do that shit. <laughs> like. What's up? Like, you know, what's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What do you what do you like? What do you not like? What's frustrating you? You know, I'm more of that. So that naturally connects you to people a lot faster. But on the same token, uh, I found that while I am good at meeting people initially, a lot of times there's like a line or they get tired of talking in that way. You know, it's like too deep too often. Mm-hmm. So my good friends are people who are very philosophical all the time. Yeah, I couldn't do that. That would wear me out. Yeah. To be that open to, me, to it's talk just about so, it all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I mean, to me, it's just so... It goes back to the thing, man. I just feel like I'm going to die. So I want to figure out everything as fast as I can, as deep as I can right now. You know? I don't okay. know. So No, I get you. So that in that way, I kind of feel like an outcast for sure. Plus, it's like not exactly like I'll listen to like seminars for like hours every single day, like while I'm working out or while I'm skating or while I'm just cleaning my room. And it's like, it's not like I can talk to my parents about it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. hey, mom, I heard this life enhancing strategy today. You know, like. She's got to cook and clean and go to... You know what I'm saying? So... Right. Yeah. It becomes very difficult to, to share that. that Omar, stuff. let's get even deeper. Why not? It's like a, like yeah. a Donahue moment here. Are you an only child? <laughs> Good fucking question. Um, no, I have a sister. Okay. Who's married and pregnant. Hmm. 
Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Somebody's going to be an uncle. Um, oh, wow. Well, there you go. It's kind of weird. Be um, philosophical with the nephew then, or the niece. <laughs> sorry. I assume nephew. Sorry. That's no, yeah. I won't be. Of me. I've learned who to be philosophical with and not. Like, usually, if they don't take the bait right away, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Any other siblings? I do. Uh, yeah. So I have oh, it all. Wow. I didn't know this. I don't know. I just assumed you're your only child. What the hell does that mean? Well, because you're so into like uh, meeting up with other people and getting to know what their life is about. Yeah. Like if I had if I had siblings, which I don't, I'm uh, an only child myself. Oh, I can tell. You can tell why? Because I'm an <laughs> asshole. Is that why? No, because you're holding a beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I, I feel like if I had siblings, I wouldn't be like into like really getting to know anybody. I'd be like into my siblings. I feel like I'd be yeah, really close my, to them if I had. Siblings. My sibling, dude. Okay, my sister is awesome. Her GPA her whole life was like a four point one. But she never, we never really hung out. It's sad to say. I mean, we're pretty cool, but we never really like did stuff together. Like, I don't know. She was always on the phone or like her door room was closed or, you know, mm. like there's, there's no mutual interests. You know, I tried. I swear to God, I've tried like, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. But, you know, it's like, oh, I'm studying or I'm doing this or, you know, so we kind of drifted apart in terms of spending time, which kind of sucks because I think I in that way, I kind of did feel like an only child a little bit. Is there a big age gap? No, she's like two years older. Oh, okay. But hmm. there's an interest gap because like, okay, you know, I'm into like personal development, and, you know, speakers and just reading and stuff. She hates reading. Okay. Like to her, her goal in life is get A's, go to medical school, get married and have fun spending money or on your iPad. No, like she's not into, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, she's cool. I mean, she's not, I make it sound like I'm depressed. I'm not, but I'm sorry. Do you need a hug? I feel really bad. <laughs> yeah. hmm. No, but I'll take a beer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sober. He is. I'm yeah. proud of him for that, by the way. I barely know you, but I'm proud of you. I am. Yeah. Cause if I wasn't sober, you better believe like this show would be a mess. <laughs> <laughs> the show would be a mess. He'd be on the floor. Oh yeah. To just be like, oh, wow, yeah. We'd be, we'd be naked on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and yeah it's just very bad I see Marie, Marie just she just gulped in her throat she was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> get the beer away from him yeah but yeah, yeah. alright next question get deeper get even deeper huh yeah um, I can tell you're like chipping away like you have something in your mind and you're just peeling away at the onion you know no 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 I don't want to get too personal too fast with that I, I, I'm honestly do you have any questions for me I mean you've never really asked me I mean we've had our phone conversations but is there anything you really want to know about me? Yeah, they're probably inappropriate. Like, probably like radio is like not the place for it, or like I don't know your comfortability with it. All right, let me just get the my hand on the delay here. What are no, you? No, no, I'm just kidding. Me? I'm just oh, kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm All just right, kidding. okay. Next time. Okay. Murray, any questions? Any questions for I guess either of us? Yeah. <laughs> How did you two meet? Oh, photography class. Well, mm, I at yeah. an AA meeting. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he actually had that same beer in his hand. He <laughs> did. <laughs> He's been sipping on it since then. I've been working on it for like, uh, yeah, about uh, five, six months now. I'm almost done. How did I meet him? I met Chris in photography class. I I thought he hated my guts, dude. Did you really? Why? I don't know. You were just, everybody was standoffish in that class, man. I come in there like, it's freaking like rock star. Like, come in there, have fun with everybody. Everybody's like, oh, that's the teacher's talking. I feel like you're like that in every class, though. And everybody's like. I don't get it. (laughs) I really don't get it, dude. I'll go to class and I'll be like, fuck yeah. Like, let's just like. Have a blast, and people are like, shh, shh, shh. No, I think because people get talking. scared, and you're not scared. We've talked about this. Like, he's in there watching skate videos, uh-huh. and he's so. like, check this out, check this out. And the teacher's talking, and everybody's like, like trying to watch the video, but like, you know, trying to listen to the teacher sure. at the same time. But he's just like, fuck it, I don't care. 
And here's the thing: the teachers love me, dude. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a problem with it. Yeah, like, they don't. Crazy. Yeah, I noticed teachers, that. I got letters of recommendation that like you wouldn't believe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, man. I guess for me that that class for me was stressful. I mean, I love photography, but just it just I I fell a little bit behind. Yeah. And so I was <laughs> just too. like, and then she was like super cool with me in the beginning. Uh-huh. And then she, what happened was I started strong. You start strong in that class, she wants more and more, and she's super critical. Yeah, it's like a relationship, bro. <laughs> Swear to God, like, oh, even the, the girl, even the girl's laughing, even the Arab girl here is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it's yeah. just, it was a stressful class, so I was probably a little bit more stern. Howard. And I had taken a yes, that's very funny. I had taken a year off before I started back to take that that class, yeah. so I was like super serious about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because I just want to get done with school, so I was just like, eh. I just want to. I just want to do my best so I can get the hell out of here, and that's where I'm at right now. That was kind of my attitude, man. Mm-hmm. Like I love learning, but school is so. Anybody listening, look look into Sir Ken Robinson. He's the man. Like to me, school should be something that inspires the hell out of you. I had the debate with my parents so many times. Like I want to drop out. Like I hate this shit, and I still hate it. It's still people are like, oh, congratulations on your graduation. It like all it means is that like I had tolerance for four years. You know what I mean? That well, I showed up to a building. And I know there's a debate. Well, yeah, didn't you get experience? Yeah, but if I would have worked at a liquor store for 10 years, I'll get experience. The question is the type of experience, my interest in the experience. You know, like, what do I want out of life? What am I, you know? And, well, uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily. I didn't get exactly what I maybe wanted out of school. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. however, I met the right kind of people when I was there, okay? And if okay. we hadn't met you, we wouldn't be sitting here doing this right now. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool that we're doing this. Yeah. Um. No, no, nowhere else I'd rather be in the world, really. Well, that's nice of you to say. It's also a joke. I know. <laughs> that's why I, I said I love it like you. that. I love you, brother. No, thank you. No, it's just like I got experience to uh, do like a club, uh, like uh, leading a club and things like that. that I never, I never did that before. Mm-hmm. Um, just met just so many people to work with. I did videos for the post. For whatever reason, my microphone sounds weird, so I'm gonna switch to this one right now. Okay, that's weird. All right. Um, it was sounding like a kazoo for a little bit. I was getting distracted by that. I was hearing yeah. that in my headphones. Um, and just like, gosh, uh, I know that, I think I said this last time, honestly, like if it wasn't for my friends, I don't know what I would do with my life. Jump and, off a bridge. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so <laughs> what I got out of school was a yeah. lot of really nice friendships and relationships and uh, memories, experiences that I don't think I would have gotten elsewhere. Once you get into the work world, it's basically you work with the coworkers you're forced to work with, and you're there for years. Yeah, yeah. And see, whether you want to be there or not. See, in that context, I 100% agree with you, 110%. But for me, as anybody who's ever known me will attest to, I've never grown up and said like, "Oh, I can't wait to have a 40-hour week job." Yes, like. Uh, no, I don't think anybody wants that. Some people do. A lot of people do, and there's nothing wrong with it if you do. Yeah, but you know what? For some people, that's necessity, and that's all you can do, and that's unfortunate. I think that's, that's bullshit. I think that's oh, bullshit. Oh, you think so? I think they believe that's all they can do, but I think it's bullshit, particularly in this country, to think that that's what you have to do. There are people that come about through insurmountable odds and are able to do things. Oprah, let me give you an example. Oprah. Well, and I know that example. But yeah. Go on. Okay. I mean, I got to give you something, right? And you'll say, "Yeah, that's one in a million. But what's what's the difference in that one in a million? It's the psychology. The psychology has to be one in a million psychology is up to you and yeah you could say pressure circumstance this check this story out oprah winfrey born in milwaukee wisconsin if i'm incorrect about that my bad but i'm pretty sure it's milwaukee wisconsin Mm -hmm. at 14 she got pregnant she was molested by her uh, stepfather another relative and ran away from home with the kid mind you she was pregnant okay flunked out of school 
and had the kid, and then the kid died. Like, while, while she was delivering it, the kid died. And this is her story. She goes out into the world and deals with all this shit at that age. And yet she grows up little by little, chipping away, going back to school, doing well in school, going from this program to that program, getting into broadcasting, getting a show, bigger show. You know what I mean? It's it's like, it's really what you do with what you have that's possible, man. And there's stories from people coming from all kinds of shitty places that do these wonderful things. The only limitations are the limitations in your mind, I swear to God. I know that. But sometimes, you know what, sometimes people just can't help with their with what's going on in their lives, you know. True. There's sometimes there's people who have to take care of their families, you know, and True. they can't leave a job. They don't have the luxury of going back to school. True. And unfortunately, they can't leave. And that's that's sad, but that's the majority of people. My best friend, 20 years, mm-hmm. you know, he yeah. didn't get to do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But he's in, an, in like, would you say, a 40-hour-a-week, 9-to-5 job. Mm-hmm. But it's what he has to do now. Mm-hmm. He's making good money, yeah. but he, doesn't, he didn't follow his dream. Yeah. He didn't go to school, and yeah. he wishes he would have. See, He couldn't. I get that. But I live by a philosophy that says success without fulfillment is failure, man. So I get what you're saying. I get the context of it, but watch. Let me ask you this. Do you think there's people... Watch. Give me a situation. Give me any circumstance where you feel like a person is locked in. Like, they have to work 40 hours a week. There's no other choice. Give me whatever circumstances you want. Okay. They're married. Okay. Their wife is disabled, and they got two kids. Okay. And yeah. what are they going to do? Anything else? Ta- tackle, tackle it on. Tackle I'll it just... On. Um, and they're living paycheck to paycheck, and they have zero in their savings. Okay. And let's say there's their health is a little waning as well. Let's just throw that sure. in Sure. Okay. And let's say they have relatives who are also financially dependent upon them. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, but okay. It happens. Okay. It happens. All right. Let so what's the rebuttal? Okay. Let me ask you this. Do you think in the history of the modern economic world in the U.S., there has been anybody in those exact situations that hasn't gone on to live their dreams? Is it, has it happened? Yes or no? I'm, sure, I'm sure it probably has happened. Okay. And would you say that there are people who are even in worse situations but, but, okay. that still were able All to right. make it happen? Let me, right. let me ask. Just, okay. let, me hear, let me prove my point. Would you say there are people who have been in those situations even worse that were able to make things happen? Probably so. Okay. So what's the difference from them and somebody who doesn't? You know what? Because life is 50% what you do with it and 50% luck. That's why. Because sometimes people get lucky. Okay. Okay. Assuming we take that argument, right? Assuming Mm -hmm. we say it's luck, it's something that's out of your hands, right? Mm -hmm. Is there something else involved in it than luck? Because you said 50% luck. What's the other 50%? Is what you do with it and the drive that you do to overcome your situation. What percentage of people do you think even attempt to overcome it? And attempt to overcome it in a way where luck would have to be played into it for it to happen exactly how they want. Most people don't fucking try because they think they're locked in. Most people don't try because they think the book won't get published. Most people don't try because they don't think they can get in shape. Most people won't do it because they don't think they can work out. You got to do what you can do and let the rest. I agree with you that there's some outside factor that has to work out. You know, but they say luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And a lot of people don't get prepared when the opportunities come. Well, and sometimes people get blindsided by what they don't expect, you know, on a weekly basis. It definitely takes being proactive and time is definitely on your side. Like, I mean, time is definitely not on your side. Like, I mean, you got to be proactive about it. You got to be really working on it because like assuming you're 50 and all of a sudden you want to change your life. Yeah, that's difficult, but it's, it's possible, man. If you got health and you got life. It's possible. If it's possible for any man, it's possible for every man. The difference is psychology. The I always difference felt is will. That if you, if as long as you have your life, you've got a pretty good. If you got your health, your life is okay. But yeah, you know it is a struggle, and sometimes uh, it's a little bit overwhelming for me. And it seems like this if it's not one thing or another. But I do live by the idea that I'm going to overcome what's going on right now. And uh, there's certain situations I haven't discussed with you ever, 
and I haven't really discussed with the general public that I'm dealing with right now that are very uh, substantial to me, but I'm not letting them rule me day by day. I get through to do what I have to do because I have to do it. Uh-huh. And I do it as the best way that I can. Uh-huh. So um, I just wish that luck would be a little bit more on my side, but I'm trying really hard. Keep going, man. That's Keep all going. I got to say about I, it. I got a quote for you, man. What's the, your quote? The lightest part of the morning comes right after the darkest part of the night, my friend. Yeah. Well, I've had a lot of dark nights. Keep chipping you. away. Keep chipping away, dude. Yeah. This is uh, all about free therapy for whoever's listening and myself. By the so. way, it's it's never about the end point. There is no end point. It's like just keep going keep going it's better it's much better to go in the direction of what it is you truly want like truly truly want than to end up somewhere else that's fantastic to somebody else you know what I mean I've never given up I've never given up on what I want to do I never have I love it baby so I don't know We'll see where things are at the end of June. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> That's really what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the, I'm, what it is, I wake up every morning. Uh-huh. I'm not going to get into what, what's going on, uh-huh. but I get up every morning and uh-huh. I know that June 30th is coming up and that's a problem for me. And it's not like I can stop what's coming and it's just uh, a little bit overwhelming. And it's just like, I see, I know there's a future past that, but I see like there's this black ending of, of things and it's just like, wow, I don't know what I'm going to do, but... I'm just hoping for the best, yeah. and I, I don't really want to get into what it is, but I'm just, it's its coming, and it's just like, it's, you know, I, I joked earlier that writing X is the scariest time in my life, but I think actually June 30th is the scariest time in my life. That's what it is. That's what, June 30th, out. really? I'll have to talk about it after, off the air. It's, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, really. Everybody's going to Google with June 30th. I got a text from somebody saying, oh, man, I want to hear the juicy stuff, Chris, so they want to hear you ask me, or Murray, the juicy shit. I don't know if there is really any juicy shit. Ah, oh, come on. And if you really actually want to see juicy shit, I mean, come you can on. probably find that on YouTube. Juicy <laughs> questions. Come on, come on, come on. Murray. Hmm. <laughs> All innocent. Oh, who, me? <laughs> well, you guys just went off on something. So like, no, no, I know. It got really deep there for a minute. Um, so, sorry, folks. This was really for us. <laughs> Forget the audience here. Well, like I told you, Omar, the old podcast we used to do in 2009 is it was all about us being real and people like that. So, you know, sometimes it gets real. I know Kat doesn't really like when we get real on the show, but sometimes you kind of have to. And, and the audience respects that. So yeah. it's fine that we got a little bit somber. Thanks, Thanks for bearing with us, Kat. Cool and name, folks. by the way. That's yeah. sick. And I met Kat at a club, by the way. Imagine if they had a son named Dog. Cat, Dog! <laughs> get your ass in here. Imagine how excited you would have been as a kid, though, when you had your own show. All right. Anyways, uh, I got the text, man. So they want to hear juicy shit. Give me a juicy question, Chris. A juicy question. Okay. So uh, let's see what I got for you. Well, after I brought the whole shit down with that. Let's see. Mm, sorry, I just burped. Uh, the beer. Um, let's see. Juicy question. Hmm. Oh, well, here's... Okay. Now I'm going to admit to something right now because I, I was thinking about this in relation class. So mm. uh, everybody felt for me right now when I talked about what's going on, but I'm actually going to make myself sound like an asshole. But one time... Uh, in my mid-twenties, I had a night where I had a date with three different people. Oh. And that was my. a bad thing to do. Why was it bad? Because they came, one person came and the next person was after the next one and the next one was after Dude, the Dude, I had a similar experience. And that's just a really rotten thing to do, I think. Well, if it was just a date, I don't... No? It's all right? Unless you were doing something else with each person. Actually, I wasn't. It okay. was just hanging out. Well, then, yeah. And if you did, then you shower in between. Oh, my God. <laughs> what up, what up? I just want to give a shout out to Evan, Mark, and Al Aster. Al Aster. Awesome name, Al Aster. What up, Morgan? 
Alliston. Oh, and 3.33 live tomorrow night, guys. What's that? My cousin's DJing at 3.33 tomorrow night live. Oh. It's going to be pretty popping, man. Where is that? L.A. LA. We're at in L.A. I'm in L.A., Trey. Get that out. Oh, my uh, God. That song, I haven't heard that in forever. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, 3.33 live. Check it out tomorrow night. We have my cousin DJ in there. It's going to be pretty amazing. He's sick, dude. He's pretty rad. Is there a cover? Yeah, I, yeah. That okay, was my plug right there. I won't be there then. Hey, I'll no. be in jail for a protest, I'm sure. Yeah. Or for, <laughs> or for broadcasting while intoxicated. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really leveraging that, huh? Yeah, you are. By the way, by the way everybody listening, I, I, you know I was chewing some candy earlier? My mom texted me. She, look, this is how sarcastic mothers can be. My All mom right, yeah, said, let's hear this. And I quote... My mom texted me saying, the chewy noise is annoying if you ask me, winky face. <laughs> winky face. Well, there's a winky face, though. Winky That's face. Hmm. You know what that means? What does that mean? Suck like you. you're still a sucker in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting on me, shit. Yeah, loving household, as you can tell. I can say that, yeah. Let's see. All right, juicy question. Nobody has a goddamn juicy question, Ray. I, I mean, what folks want to know. Oh, hold on. All right, if you guys don't ask me, I'm going to fucking ask you guys. Like some I'm looking oof. at this. Oh, well, okay. Go on. Sorry. I was looking. At, I'm sorry. I got distracted by the text messages. We don't have any questions on the text messages. Um, well, I had, well, I had somebody just, that just flat out said, call that lady. <laughs> call that lady? That's all they said. Oh, dude, we got to call that lady. All right. Here's the number. I'm going to call her. Well, somebody actually asked right now, yeah. what is each person's favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs> Who the, what's the number? Uh, give me the first three numbers. Area code, I'll give you. 916. Okay. All right. That's all I'm going to say. I know who that is. Okay. Pistachio nut. Really? Yeah. That is so <laughs> I love how that's the only <laughs> thing she says the whole hour. <laughs> is that Pistachio weird? Pistachio nut. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's just such a random flavor. I love that, though. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay, Omar. Well, what's, the, what's yours? Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough and Rocky Road. Oh, chocolate chip with yeah. um with a brownie. Mm, nice and uh, whipped cream, caramel. What? Okay, you're making a sundae. Cheat day, cheat day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like nuts. Okay, stop. And a cherry. And a cherry. And what a about cherry. banana on the side? What the hell? What is this? A buffet? <laughs> Goddamn dessert buffet. A banana on the side. <laughs> that's like that's like people. That's like people who fucking go to In and Out and like I'll have a four by four extra cheese. Uh, give me two animal fries. Oh, and a and a diet coke, please. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's Sometimes like, you like the taste of diet coke. I do. Well, I'm one of those jerks. She's one of those people, bro. <laughs> Jokes aren't funny when the subject is sitting right next to you. I take it. <laughs> How dare? Yeah. Wow. She has one. She like hit the diet coke. Yeah. Ripped off the wrapper and shit. <laughs> No, I'm the kind of person who would go to oh, like. Oh, dude, um, I got a gnarly story. Okay, okay. well, go ahead then. All right, oh, I won't God, say what I was going to so, say. Just go ahead. All right, dude, this will get me in trouble with so many people that oh, I know. Oh, good. Listening. All right. All, all right. Hate so mail. my Let's buddy, hate mail going. my buddy Evan. Oh, and by the way, guys, if you guys want to shout out, it's the number six two six three eight seven three seven seven three. You got ten minutes to go. Ten minutes to go, and again, the number is six two six three eight seven three seven seven three. And call that lady. And call that lady. <laughs> all right, we'll try, we'll try to get her on the line. Um, okay. All right, so my buddy like said, tell them about... Look, this is all I'm going to say. My buddy said... Oh, okay. I, first, I got to give a shout out to my boy Hisham. Hisham Naji, man. God, I love you beyond words, my man. You're motivated. You, have a, you love places. a lot of people. 
I have not had a shout out to anybody. I hate all of my friends. I hate you, friends. You you guys yeah. suck. Fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Check this out. All right. So my buddy said, look, this is all I'm going to say. I'm just going to read this, and then I'm not going to tell the story, okay? Okay. Because if I tell the story too much. Tell them about the party bus story and head while they were barfing. What? That's disgusting. Um. Yeah, yeah. So that's... that's well, I'm bring the show down. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's, we'll leave it at that. Uh, juicy all question, I, I got you. All right, Hisham, text in the question. I'll answer it, brother. Text it in right now to 626-387-3773. Anybody listening, you can ask the juicy questions. We won't call out your number. We won't call out your name. There's no caller ID on it. You can ask us the craziest questions you want us to answer, and it's either Chris, Murray, or myself. The number is 626-387-3773. Somebody wants to know, what's on our bucket list of things to do? Because there's certain things you should do before you kick the bucket. Anything that you got to do that you—it's on your list of I have to do this. Okay. Before for my 26th birthday, I'm gonna have breakfast in bed, skydive, buy a Ferrari, and then when I go to dinner and somebody says, "What did you do today?" I'm gonna say, "Oh, nothing. Went skydiving, bought a Ferrari." What about you? Hmm. That's what I want to do on my 26th birthday. Well, on my 75th birthday, <laughs> on, no, I... Yeah, 26 is a bit far. I actually, yeah, I just want to, I really want to go to Europe. And I've never really traveled outside of the U.S. I think, get a little bit of that going on. That's some action. It'd be nice. I want to do some backpacking. I got a couple of friends that are over there doing that right now. I also want to thank um, people, like, at an Oscar speech. That's something I want to do. Sorry, thank sorry, people. Like They're going to start the music. You're like, all right, get yeah. out the stage. I, I, dude, if I was listening in, I'd be like, this guy's so narcissistic. What the fuck? You no, I wouldn't say that. And yeah, my voice so. gets high when I say that. Ray, what's <laughs> what's on your bucket list, buddy? Uh, I want to see Spain. Hmm. I'd say, hey, Google Spain, sure. Yeah, can <laughs> you like. try? I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> Imagine, she's like, oh my God, I can die happy now. <laughs> well, that's it. That's, that's it. All. That's it. By, by the way, Chris, I love the... Uh, the hole in your wall here up there. Thanks. You know, if I could afford to fix it, I would. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Thank God there's so much money in radio. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plenty yeah. of money in radio. Yeah. You end up having to pay for things in your radio. Hmm. Mm. All right. What are some stereotypes mm. you guys think are true about oh. Arabs? Oh. About Arabs. About Arabs. I'm not going to ask that. I'm dude, I'm Arab. Half my friends are Arab, dude. They're all like, oh, my God. Stereotype. Murray, are you Arab? I am. What are you? Syrian Am I Lebanese? The, I'm the non. Yeah, I'm the only non-Arab in here. I don't yeah. Know. Don't right. worry, you're not What's, missing anything. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, your parents would kill you. How can you say that? <laughs> Our country is the origin of civilization. How could you? <laughs> I swear to God, there's parents at home. As soon as you get home, they're yeah. listening to this. Is they yaminti? And while she's wo- rolling the water, up. Swear to God, man. Oh, yeah, Chris, if you <laughs> understood what we're home to. It's funny without even knowing. I just love this. This is great. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, my homie wants to know what's your guys' most embarrassing moments. My most embarrassing moment. Okay, I'm going to just say it. Fuck it. One time when I was a kid, my mom picked me up from school and I really had to use the restroom. I like really, like you don't understand, like, like more than right now. Like really had to go. <laughs> and uh, Well, you're in luck. You got... And five minutes and I was like you know, I was like probably like third grade or, no I skipped third grade it was probably like fourth grade so my mom picked me up and we go to Walmart and like to try on clothes you know 
And I, I go care. and I have to use the restroom, dude. And the restroom is closed. The guys are we like fly over there, I feel and the like whole I time I'm like going. holding in the you know the um, doo doo. <laughs> no, the pp. Oh. <laughs> I like how we're on a syllable system here. I like that. And uh, and so I the go into duty. The, yeah. <laughs> All innocent, like I'm a little kid. <laughs> Poopy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we go into Walmart, and the guys' restroom is closed. So I'm like shit. So I go to the girls' restroom. That's closed too. And uh, so then I go to the next logical place, the fitting room. Oh, the fitting room. Yeah. I go to the yeah. fitting room and I I, ha- I had to, you know, and so I just let it loose, you know, and then uh, and I remember I remember like trying to get out of there, but at the same time trying to finish. But the water or the you know the pee pee yeah. was like little by little seeping from the wall like <laughs> under the door, you know. So people were about to find out. So I, so I'm in a rush to like finish, but I also want to get out before I finish. So it's like this little battle. I'm in like fourth grade. And then I, I and I didn't even tell my mom. And then I just I remember hearing my mom. She goes, "Honey, what's that? Oh my god!" And then she starts like freaking out, dude. And I just had to run. And she like cussed me out in Spanish. <laughs> that's that's my most embarrassing story. No, well, it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, Marie, your turn. I just told mine. Yeah, she did. Oh, she, oh, yeah. the yeah. the restroom cl- crinkling thing. Yeah. That led to your Tinder. Yeah, that led to my downward spiral onto online dating. <laughs> Tinder sucks, dude. You always get ugly matches and shit. Like, I don't know. My man's pretty fly. Nice. Pretty fly? Yeah. Are you black now or what? Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I'm also... Yeah. Oh, you're Arab. That's right. <laughs> you're whatever the fuck you want to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. As long as you don't blow me up. By the way, is that your backpack? Shh. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just kind of skeptic of Arabs with backpacks. Oh, God. Uh, we have uh, one last question here. Hey, now. It's, uh, what do you... Oh, what makes what makes a bad kisser? It's odd. What makes a bad kisser makes a good kisser? Hmm. I think uh, a bad kisser is just somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Like it, like they don't open their mouth right, or they Dude, just have their mouth have open. The There's no tongue. I have or the answer. What? Somebody who's emotionally dry is a bad kisser. Because no matter no matter mm. the no matter mm. the uh, perspective. Yeah. Because no matter the your lips are no matter any of that stuff. If there's no passion, if there's no zest behind it, it's just wet tissue on wet tissue. It's just whatever. Huh? So passion must be involved. I like the way you said it. Passion. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I was in the middle of a stroke. That's why. Passion. I'm sorry. What did you say? Stroke? <laughs> yeah. What? What? What is? What are you stroking? Face palm. Another shot. Cat. Sorry, cat. Cat, we love you. Cat, I'm gonna call you after the show. Cat is literally texting you like, "Oh my god, get this guy fucking out of here." <laughs> she is not. Hold on. Hey, I guess no. I will get him out of here. All right. I got a question for you guys. Uh, it's from my boy, Hisham, who I love very much. How much money would it take to buy your dignity, morals, and values? How much money, Murray? That's Well, apparently nothing because I'm on, on the line right now. So, <laughs> Murray, how much money would it take to buy your dignity, morals, and values? Nothing. I, I can't. No. How about 125 cash? No. See, that's the thing. 000. Money doesn't, like looking at your money doesn't mean anything <laughs> to me. Uh-huh. And so I won't... There are a lot of things I wouldn't do for money, and that mm. I wouldn't give up on <laughs> That's interesting the way you word it, because you say there's a lot of things you wouldn't do for money. I mean, I... Uh-huh. You, know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know, but I'm also on the radio, so i got to take advantage of yes. <laughs> That's another face palm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. What's the most embarrassing job you've ever had? The worst job you've ever had? Hot dog on a stick. 
Oh, isn't it embarrassing they make, the way they make you make the lemonade? Yeah. Oh, That's you why, like yeah. bounce up and down yeah. and shit? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you could do that in the back. Like, no, do it in the front. Yeah, you know, yeah, so we know it's in fresh. The front. Yeah. Oh, I remember one time me and my dad were walking by. And the worst thing is that they sell like hot dogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this girl has a hot dog in her hand. And she's just making lemonade, jumping up and down. It's Yeah, it's pretty. I don't know. But I yeah, hear that, that, I hear that their, their uh, clientele base is like 13 to 15 year olds. So might be a correlation. Nobody, nobody got that joke. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I know, that's pretty good. I like nobody that. got that joke. <laughs> if you got it at home, let us know. What was what was your uh, worst job? Or uh, Chris, what what would it take to buy your dignity? How much money would it take to buy your dignity, morals, and values? Wouldn't buy, it wouldn't mean any. It wouldn't. Co- I wouldn't sell it. I you mean, guys honestly, suck, man. no. Oh, I'm sorry, but yeah. money is not the like the. I mean, I may be like strapped right now, but like money is not. Like the ultimate for me, like uh, uh-huh. happiness, dignity. I'm not going to give that up for nothing. Seriously, nothing. The end. Exactly. How do you like that, Hisham? <laughs> I'm sitting here with Mother Teresa and Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's just how no, I feel. They no, I also weren't that. the best people, so oh, I don't know. If they had a, Yeah, they had a. You're one of those people, huh? That like people are like, oh, Mother Teresa and Gandhi were great, and you go, well, actually, I read up on the subject and I found that Gandhi was actually anybody who can say <laughs> anybody he actually didn't donate that much money. You know what? Have you seen? And you have you seen his tax returns? <laughs> Son of a bitch, didn't even file them, motherfucker. That's Lauren Hill. <laughs> Wesley Snipes too. She left the country, <laughs> and then she came back and got arrested. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. back taxes. Yeah, see, it's always about the taxes. Goddamn taxes! Yeah. Did you know Al Capone, legendary Al Capone, for all the crimes he committed, the only thing he ever got canned for was uh, evading taxes, tax evasion. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. I, you Nothing guys don't is even know more certain. Yes, I know who I'm. I know who Al Capone is. No, I'm just—I know that nothing is Ow. more certain than death and taxes, and <laughs> that's all it is. All right, so we hit it. We hit midnight. We're done. We had a couple of questions, but we're gonna uh, just—I'm gonna read through them really quickly. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, and uh. they are to ask hey, you. Now. I want to ask you two questions. I'm just speed through these really quick. Um, guys, what? Mm. Okay. This is, this is a real. This is really like grasping at straws. Hey what supercar would you buy and what color? That's for you. Uh, black Ferrari 458 Italia 2013. Uh, black on black with yellow brake calipers, red leather, and uh, like a mahogany dash. Ferrari baby all the way. And you met Ken Robinson. What did you say and how did the conversation go? What's up? You met Ken Robert Robinson. Uh huh. What was the conversation like? How'd it go? What was the conversation like with Sir Ken Robinson? Yes. Oh, dude, it was amazing, man. Uh, basically, the the greatest point that he left me was with was that life is a miracle. Your life is literally a miracle. Um, what will you do with that miracle? You know, if you start thinking about your life as a miracle, what will you do with it? You think about all the things that can go wrong, uh, you know, in, in uh, conceiving people. Yeah, it's, it is a f- effing miracle that you're here. In fact, or maybe I'm just dreaming all this. I think I'm just dreaming all this. I think I died when I was seven years old. It's the end of the show, and we made it. Ten more minutes. You have a hot question for us? The people want it. I need I need hot questions, or, I, or we're going off the air. We need right, to be we'll get, worthy we'll get hot, questions. We'll get hot. Guys, text in. Everybody listening, text in. I think he's trying to cover up for the bad three hours. But Text in the crazy shit. <laughs> you sure? You, I'll do, I'll do. Text in, I'll tell you what. Text in questions that we would never answer. Well, <laughs> texting questions. So that we would yeah, never okay. Well, I might be. Well, I finished my what beer, up, so I might answer these questions. Hey, Mark, Evan, let's go skate tomorrow, dude. Too much. Let's skate at like 10 a.m. You know what I mean? I like how you're using the the radio show as a hey, phone call. Now. You know, that's fun. 
I can't believe Marlo left us hanging, man. I really wanted to talk to her. I actually her. never got a text or a message from her. It's God, interesting. Come on, Marlo. Well, on. maybe, I don't know. Maybe something I'm came gonna up. I'm going to try to get her on. Hey, wake up. The cutoff time, man. The cutoff time. It's like midnight. And he's calling from my house. I, I hope they don't do star that. 69 the house. <laughs> and my number's blocked, thank God. Uh-oh. I got a text. It says, what are you guys doing after? Oh, shit. <laughs> Evan Really? And there's not going to be an after show Oh my god, he's got somebody on the line They're like, get the fuck off hey the line What are you calling my house for that? We're going to call one of you We're not getting off the air without getting one of you on the line This is going to be real interesting If you want to be on the show, we'll take your call no. Answer okay. your questions live 626-387-3773 Hey Sham, my man, call in Ask something crazy, dude Again, the number is 626-387-3773 we're taking one more call and then we're going off the air, folks. One last call. That was amazing. How did you do that? It's easy. Get him, call him. 626-387-3773. I am inside your head right now. You should probably be smoking something right now. It'd be really interesting for you right now. Chris, you know what that voice sounds like? What? It sounds like like when you die, like how Satan would talk to you. <laughs> no, I got something that would be like that. Hold on, let me see where. Mm. So I think okay. What are some things that we learned from the show? Let's recap. Um, what did we learn from the show? Well, uh -huh. that um, recycling is a good thing. I heard that in one of the PSAs earlier. Would you say recycling is a good thing? It's a great thing. Yeah, I heard that. What the heck? What oh, the hell? Shit. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Okay then. Are you getting a call or what? Yeah, something's up here. All right. Uh, well, let me just say this uh, off. Do you know a seven one four? Answer it. Well, it's kind of hard on an iPod, but okay, I'll try it. Hello. Hey, do you know who this is? This is the Chris Ventura Show, my man. What is good, G? Uh, Do you know who this is? Uh, everything is good, G. What's up? How can we help you, brother? Uh, hey, you know who this is or what? Uh, not yet. Oh, my boy Zane. Zane. Oh, dear. Zane. Uh, surprise party here. And I'm not invited. What up, what up? Can the audio, is the audio picking it up? Somewhat. Yeah, it's He's hearing himself all delayed. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, that's how it's it like is, boy. 30-second delay. What's up, my man? Shoot shoot the craziest questions you can. Craziest questions ever? Ever, man. One to me, one to Chris, no and one to Murray. We have to answer. One, one for you, one for Chris, and one for who? Murray, the girl on the, on the here. She's actually sweating already. Murray, <laughs> that's her name. Yeah. I'm sweating, too. She's beautiful. Murray, hi. Uh, okay. What's up, Murray? What's up, Chris? Hey, what's um, up? Uh, Omar. Oh, shit, yes. Nah, I'm going to save you for last, man. I'm going to save you for uh, last. Uh, make it good. Make it good, man. Make it juicy. Uh, hey, hey give, me like, give me like two seconds to think of a real good one. All right? All right. Because <sighs> I, I wasn't like prepared. I just like I saw, I got your text, and I was like, what the hell? You Omar has a radio show, and then I just called. 
So, uh, yeah. I like how he calls and he didn't have anything to say. It's like, come on, Brain, let's go. You can do it. Hi, Chris. Yes, Chris, yes. Chris, Chris. Yeah. If you could. Oh, I'm not answering that question because I know exactly who it would be, and it would cause a, dis- a destruction in my entire life. So I'm not answering that question. No, nope, can't say it. Can't say it. No. I'm with you, Zane. I'm with you, Zane. I think I think you should answer. I'll tell you what. Give us your most comfortable answer, Chris. My most comfortable answer is. Um, all right, how about how about this? How about let's let me let me adjust the question. Can I adjust it, Zane? And then you approve or not? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. okay. Because it's much more interesting. Here's like a rewrite. This. Okay, what do you got okay. for me? What friend would you date? That's stupid. That's the same point. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. What friend? <laughs> That's enough. What friend do you have? That Actually, you, would... you know what? To be quite honest with you, all right. To be quite honest with you, you know what? I don't know who it is. I actually don't because you know what? I've met people who I thought was it and they weren't it, and there's people I think that could have been it. He's, you know, well, I can hear myself back in the headphones. Um, turn down the radio, please, if you can. Um, yeah, um, I, I don't know yet. I, I don't think I've met the right person quite yet, to be honest with you. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm done. And now I'm getting text. See, now I'm scared. Now i got to look at my phone. Holy shit. Okay. Omar, Omar, give me a subject for a crazy question. Like, I need a little bit of help here. Dating sex. Just like Dating sex? Yeah, in any order. Do it, do it in America. Do sex first. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Never mind. I was a joke on this culture. Hey, have you ever, have you ever like hooked up with a girl and then um, like got in a relationship with her? Like, like hooked up with her first? Yeah. Like at a club or something. Oh, um, like, what do you mean relationship? <laughs> Define the quality or length of the relationship, please. Wait, I, wait, is this for you or is this for Chris? Oh, up to you, Playboy. He's stumped. Of course you do. <laughs> and yes, I have. I've, 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 I've met people up at clubs, and uh, you hook up with them, and it turns into uh, a relationship. And not a really good one, though. Not one I would recommend, but yes, I have done that. And uh, it lasted about eight months, and, you know, it is what it was. You know, whatever. Wow, that's not a very interesting answer, but that's the truth, yeah. He's trying to get me to say something really bad. I'm not going to do this it. I know. This is radio. Don't worry, Zane. Uh, tune into the next show, folks. Um, we might have one early next week, and but we'll get. We'll get. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get. You guys will uncover us. See if I can sell my house before then. Next question is for Murray. Zane, shoot it to Murray, female. Oh God. All right, Murray. Yes. What? Is this still? Is it still the dating thing? Are we still doing that? Whatever you want, Playboy. Whatever I want. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna have back. I love you, Playboy. Let's see. Dude, you should have told me I had to ask questions. I thought I was just gonna like chill with you and like talk. Just oh, <laughs> hang out on the couch. You want to be us. on the show? Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. Maybe you can be on the next one. We actually yeah, are gonna get kicked off in two minutes, so we gotta wrap it up, anyways. <gasps> we actually, min- oh, we I never hit the limit before, but we are. Oh God! These are not these are not mm. something I would like. I like you, Zane. I like, like sexually? It. Is that what we're talking? No, no, no. About? Like financially? Like financially, what's the what's, <laughs> the what's the sexiest thing you've ever done with this money? I think investing. <laughs> in okay, a okay, pet okay. Together. 